Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Welcome to episode seven of the TF Tuesday podcast. Uh, I'm Kainik, uh, and today I'm joined by uh, Kolbara and Zangi. Uh, can you both say your names at the same time? Your names at the same time. I'm Al, I'm <laughs> Zangi. Okay, yeah, perfect. So now everybody is. Everybody knows who we are, and it's not confusing at all, so everyone can understand that that's who we are. And we're joined today by, um, who are we joined today by? Say, say your name and state your position. Uh, your my name. name is Iothisk, and I run a, uh, a transformation clinic on the, the corner of, like, North and Main, and, yeah, <laughs> no, um, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, Okay, I'll, I'll I will introduce myself properly. Okay, um, my my name is <laughs> my name is Iothisk. I am an artist. Um, yeah, I'm a I'm a dragon. I'm a dad. I am <laughs> uh, a dragon I am a, dad. I am a TF artist, and uh, possibly, but I'm not your dragon dad. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, sorry. So you're one sorry, of those dragons everybody. that has like has like chest hair and like wears like <laughs> suspenders. <laughs> He's a and lumberjack. It has, has a firm but loving attitude. A firm yeah. but <laughs> loving attitude is yeah, that's that's part of how I would describe myself. Yeah. Perfect. I like that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanna point out today that uh Zaleppo can't join us this week for matters in his life. Yes. That's but unfortunate. we are more than excited to have Iathisk here. He's yeah, a good friend absolutely. And, and wanting to have him on for quite a while. So. Yeah, I know it's been um, it's been really uh, like I think we were one of the you're one of the first people I wanted to ask because I really just enjoy your stuff and I like talking to you. Oh, thank just you. Just in general. Uh, uh, so it's been this one's been uh long awaited for me. <laughs> and I'm really happy we finally get to do it. The long awaited episode seven. <laughs> yeah. Yay. So, how, how many did we have to make it does... to again? Sorry, how many oh, did how we many have to make it to again? To? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. So, um, we found out that uh, Double Helix is not the longest TF podcast. Oh at yeah, 10 I think that's right. Yeah, I I did a bit of my homework. I listened to episodes one through five, and I think I made it mm-hmm. most of the way through five, but I haven't gotten caught up on six yet. So I did most yeah. of the homework. And uh, I'll I'll let you go if you if you guys didn't do your homework, but you know whatever. We're, well, we're doing uh, it. We ended up we ended up doing our homework, and we found out that there's a podcast called Changing Times that yeah. went for a number of years. Yeah, I remember. I think um, I listened to like one or one or two of them back in the day, and I don't. Yeah, they they were not very memorable to me. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, oh. Well, well, I've salt. never listened to them, so I have no opinion. I didn't know they existed until now. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, no offense I mean, to them. Like, I mean, absolutely no offense to. Um, I think it's like Watt and a few other other people run that. A, a couple of people that I'd really like to meet and talk to, like one day for sure. But what's up? Yeah. You mean? Yeah, I I think what what WhatsApp or what I don't know. It's, the pronunciation is I'm so, a mystery. The pronunciation <laughs> is a mystery, but I I can't blame anyone for that because people constantly mistake the I in my name for an L and they call me Lothisk, and I think that Lothisk. might be I think that might be part of the reason why that I have such a bad time like marketing 
is that people are searching the wrong terms in Google. <laughs> I don't have that as bad. Yeah. I'm often called K-Nick, K-Nick. Uh, by people. Okay, Nick. <laughs> it's not exactly the same, but I've been called so many times cool, Bara, but that's kind of a good thing. Oh. So it's sweet. <laughs> wow. all, of, all of our weird artist names, furry names, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Yeah. Before I had the altered <laughs> account, I used I used to be known as No Life, which was a terrible choice because that's like a clothing brand, and it's also the name of an anime, and like several other things, which made it extremely not great uh, <laughs> as a name to choose. But I was just a lurker at the time. I never thought it would be important. It's not it. it yeah, it never. It wasn't fair. Right. I definitely, when I was lurking, made my lurker name some like random, random stuff that wouldn't be marketable. Mm-hmm. Like just whatever came to my mind. Right. Um, but <laughs> back on like back on like having to like beat the record for how many TF podcast episodes. Changing times. Uh, if you count all of the like part one, two, and three as separate episodes, uh, then it's like I think forty-one episodes is how many they did. Okay. Uh, so mm. we've got quite a while if we want to like actually be the longest TF podcast. But it's but... okay. We're coming for yeah. you. We're coming for <laughs> you. Changing <laughs> times. Like we're already uh, <laughs> a seventh of the way there, or something. Like yeah, mm-hmm. seven are times they, seven is are... forty-nine. Seven times six is forty-two. We're six of the way there. Yeah. <laughs> is changing times still running? I don't know. They haven't posted an episode in a while. I think it must be like on and off. Like I'm sure, like 2020 and so forth have been really, really bad years for everyone. So I don't blame them for not releasing anything. I had a great year. I'm I'm not. (laughs) Well, I'm super glad you had a great year. (laughs) That's not true. It's not true. (laughs) I know. Well, well, I I don't. I didn't know, but now I know. And I'm sorry that it hasn't been a great year. It has been a great year for everybody everybody's doing no everybody's not doing so well these days but yeah um it's it yeah, just speaking of releasing 2019 stuff. to 2022 <laughs> like forget it it's all <laughs> there's no shot yeah speaking of releasing stuff i have not been an especially like prolific artist and i feel i feel kind of inadequate you know like um I I know that we we know each other, but like I I don't want this to be the only reason that like I ended up on this podcast is that like all of us happen to be friends. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, like I I knew you because I saw a lot of the art that you have done. Yeah, that I really enjoyed. Yeah. So well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I to me, you feel like someone who like a lot of people know about but because you don't post very often you're not like in the spotlight very often i don't know no. if anyone agrees with me on that yeah but, like, it, I, oh, I feel yeah. like a lot of people do know who you are it's been super hard to to put like stuff out consistently that's something that like i made a goal for it and i think it still says it on my fa page to make it like uh, watch me for comics and comic style art once a week and i haven't done that in freaking forever so like oh man <laughs> it it's feels like so once bad a week. Yeah, it's like you you go to some oh you go to some web comic you used to read and it still says like updates Mondays Wednesdays and Fridays and like they it's been like one comic every three months for the last six yeah. years. Yeah, 
<laughs> or even worse, when it says soon to be continued and it's like 2014 on the date on the page. And that, yeah. dude, that that's a direct farm fresh call out from me. Like he <laughs> left that on a cliffhanger in 2013 or 14, mm. and I'm still waiting for the next one. Well, like I don't know. It's but... only been eight years. <laughs> you know, best guts is best still waiting wishes. on that boat. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. best wishes. Like, and if if stuff's happening in life, then like stuff happens in life. You know, it's. I know. Yeah, and I mean, it does. Like, I, I hope he's. I hope he's doing okay. I just really wish he would give me a synopsis for what happened for the rest of it, so that I could close the book in my mind. Right. <laughs> have you Have you reached out? Yeah, I've tried to reach out, but he hasn't responded. So. Yeah. Farm Fresh, if you ever hear this, come on the show. We'd love to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know if he'd be the kind of person who'd want to do that. But I mean if he is, then I would love that personally. We, wel- we welcome all. <laughs> we want we want people to have a good time on this show. I, I feel very welcomed on this show, like for one. So Oh you are. Well, that's for, wonderful. For sure. Um mm-hmm. I it's- yeah, I wanna I wanna be like part of carrying like on, on tradition though. Does anyone else have something to say like I could um kinda launch into my spiel about like how I got started or whatnot, but Of course. Yeah, I mean but- yeah, you can totally do that. Okay. Before- Sorry. Right I didn't before mean that to, like though- take charge or nothing, but <laughs> uh, no, that's okay. Uh I just want to say to all future guests, you do not have to listen to every single episode of this uh beforehand that no, is not required. No, I know. Uh, it's I don't have to okay. listen to any of it. I'm just an overachiever. <laughs> I like I like doing my homework sometimes, like especially when it comes to creative endeavors. Like back in school, like real school, I never did homework. Never, never, not once. So, oh, me. But like on personal projects, Same. on personal projects, I will get so absorbed, so absorbed, and I will fall down so many different rabbit holes. It's kind of crazy. But, it's part of the reason why I think the school system's a little bit broken. Yeah, uh, I mean, but a like, little, <laughs> a, a little, just a, just a little we've though. Been, we've been <laughs> guessing at like education and stuff for a long time. It's like a, it's yeah. like a society. So, <laughs> yeah, we're still not there yet. Yeah, it's a yeah, perfect yeah. society. And but speaking don't of school, you dare criticize me. <laughs> <laughs> school is actually like um. Our our school computers had access to the internet, um, and that's kind of how I got my start, like, uh, into into art and the artistic world in general. Like, I absorbed a number of web comics, and if you ask me if you've if you've read like this or that web comic, I've I've got to say like um I'm I'm sorry I wasn't an especially like prolific reader of a whole bunch of them. But I found a few that I really liked, and the ones that I really liked, I buried myself in. Um, so yeah, that's that's where it started. I started. Um, I don't know if any of you know Eight uh, Bit Theater or something. Oh, like that. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. That's I where, know that very well. Yeah, that. So that's kind of where I started. Um, and then from there, there was an advertisement that had like, oh, uh, the there there advertisement said something yeah it was an advertisement for the um the webcomic alternata uh and it said sex dragons and rock and roll and i was like what is that about and (laughs) interesting yeah yeah i kind of (laughs) want to yeah that that's what i mean like it was an internet ad at the time and i was just kind of like what like this this is really weird um, but I, I clicked on it and, uh, I was, I, I fell in love with it and that was kind of like one of my first exposures to, uh, I guess, uh, 
a furry or scaly comic or whatever. That's um, it's by the artist. Uh, I believe she goes by Nobin these days. I'm I'm sorry if I butchered that at all, but um, but yeah, they're I've seen their, their comic, work. Yeah, yeah, their their comic was was kind of my introduction into like the the furry as a as a as a thing, and so uh, I got into that um that community and that eventually led me to fur affinity and once i discovered that it had like a, a transformation subgenre, i was just kind of like you're kidding me this is the greatest thing ever i'm never leaving ever again <laughs> uh and it and from that point i was like i have found my people you know at least in in one sense like <laughs> so uh you were so before you before were mainlining you that up, shit yeah before you stumble upon that, were you like in- interested in like transformation stuff or like daydreaming about it all the time, but you just didn't have an outlet for it? Yeah, beforehand I had like, and I I remember being so embarrassed that I'd done like um a couple of pictures like when I was like um I had to be twelve or thirteen or something like that, and I did a couple of like really bad pictures, and I ended up being like so embarrassed of them that I I ended up destroying them, like burning them or like flushing down yeah. the toilet or something yep, like that yep, because yep. I was just like incredibly like ashamed of stuff like that. Um, but on that. but yeah, and, and um, yeah, so I look back on that and I'm just kind of like, oh gosh, I really wish I like hadn't because like those 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 were parts of like my development into the artist that I am today. So, you know, like, yeah, they weren't great. Like, and they were probably like more or less like stylistic ripoffs of like, it was like some, like I was sitting in, I think I was sitting in church and I saw like another girl like drawing something and I stole like that style or something like directly off of that and <laughs> that's fun yeah it's it was something it was something else but um but yeah um i've i've developed a, a lot since then i guess um the, the other media influences i like grew up on like i love um i had a i had a deep love affair with manga and one of the things that i remember doing is like going into grocery stores and picking up um big issues of uh shonen jump like they'd have the they had they had big like a manga magazine. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Shonen Jump or something like that. Oh yeah, 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 of course. Only sure. a little bit. Yeah, yeah it's like so, a t- it's like a <laughs> telephone book sized uh, compilation of just single chapters of like uh, a dozen or so. Yeah, of whatever comics they're running at the time. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's a like very a, it's good. It's like a niche, like a niche little comic. No one really. No one really reads it. <laughs> it's not like it's just it's not huge. Or it's just manga. Well, I mean, but it's just some, but no, you picking, probably haven't heard about it. No, but thinking, <laughs> you know, no, but seriously, back back when I was first getting into it, it must have been like two thousand four ish, two thousand five ish, and there were a oh, whole yeah. bunch of like you know, it it was re- mm. it was relatively unknown. Like especially right in, in the middle of in, Steel Bull Run. Yeah, well, I mean, and and you would have heard of something like it in like um a bigger city or something like that. But among my friends, they were just kind of like, "What the hell are you reading?" And I'm like, "They're Japanese comics," and like, "Yeah, this is this is this is a comic called Naruto," and they're like, "That's weird." Uh, and then a couple of years later, the Naruto <laughs> anime comes out, and yeah. everyone's like wearing ninja headbands. And here yep. I am. Doing I the, was doing the, the floppy armed run down the hallways and stuff. Yeah, I was the nerd that made my ninja headband myself 
before Sweet. anyone else was into it. And so I'm kind of a hipster <laughs> that way. Yeah, I was, true I, was into, I was into manga before anyone else was. Like... <laughs> But pushes yeah, pushes up glasses. Yeah, yeah, pushes up glasses. Yeah, precisely. Um, but yeah, so um, t- several things like I loved several things about um, Shonen Jump, like the the stories. They were still running Dragon Ball Z, I believe, in those days. Like it was, um, I believe Dude, it was the very end of like the the Cell Saga or whatever. Well, I don't, I don't know if there. I haven't seen a Shonen Jump on the shelves in in quite a while. Like I think they might still like they still um they still pop up like in in bookstores you'll you'll find the the graphic novel compilations but yeah I haven't seen a an an anime magazine in in quite a while I I don't think I mean and I mentioned I mentioned I the really American looking I imagine the Sorry? American one is just kind of a best of compilation of like whatever the most popular ones ever were. Yeah, and like the yeah. like the Japanese ones, it's just whatever happens to be being drawn like right then and there. Yeah, yeah, precisely. So I mean, like I think before that, I had uh, I had some. Oh, um, my mom was super big into Archie comics, and she bought a bunch of those, and I I remember reading a lot of those as a kid too. So like that, there was an exposure, but like I believe the Shonen Jump was one of the first. Uh, comics that I bought for myself and I think before that I might have had like a an issue of like Spider-Man or or two or something like that I believe it was something like that my mom got me to read on the airplane over to like New York when we'd visit our grandparents or something like that <laughs> but but yeah oh, this is so like, like she presented it to you as like a pamphlet for New York and it's just like a <laughs> yeah yeah this this is what New York is like son hands me Spider-Man comic <laughs> Go and see Jonah Jameson first. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> watch, yeah, watch out for the Green Goblin. Yeah, 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 yeah. You might meet Tobey Maguire in the flesh. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Which one? Bad Tobey Maguire or like good Tobey Maguire? I, hope, I don't know. I hope it depends the bad on what the one. year was. I hope the, the bad the, one because the bad one's the a good cool dancer. One. <laughs> the emo haired one. The emo haired Tobey Maguire. Yeah, yeah I'd yeah. love to meet that guy. <laughs> Mentioning Archie reminds me. I used to have quite a collection of like Punisher comics because I was an edge lord when I was a little kid. And oh, uh, gosh, yeah, my, I remember seeing advertisements what, for those in the well, Archie comics uh, and being like, "I want to see that." Well, I want to see the Punisher. But, like, but what's my, the Punisher doing? My, like, but like one of my favorite ones that I owned was a it was an Archie and Punisher crossover comic. Yeah, that yeah. was the and one it was, where I was and it's, just kind of like, it's oh, great. Okay. Well, I, I don't know. I, yeah, that ca- that comic's probably like super ancient by now, but I am still interested in like what it, whatever the hell happened in those comics because like the Punisher meets Arch. It's just so weird. But like, <laughs> you see, I'm I'm like way too late for all of that. Like mm-hmm. my my only experience has been JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. That's like the only manga I've read. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, it's, it's, uh, that's I, I have never. Yeah, I've never read JoJo's Bizarre Adventure at all, but um, I people keep talking about it on the internet, so I assume it's a it's a good thing. So <laughs> yes, it's hard well, to get into. Yeah, but if you stick it out, a lot of the time you'll probably find some enjoyment out of it. Yeah, yeah if you it, read it, it, if you read it, it's incredible, and you think about it all the time. And if you don't read it, you're extremely irritated that no one will ever <laughs> shut up about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's Undertale all over again. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I but no, uh I've been I've been that friend and um there might be a couple of like people within the the community that remember that this that this happened. Um but I was the kid that got super into Death Note and would not stop talking <laughs> about it. I was almost left in the middle of Wyoming because I would not stop talking about it. Um, and that was that was on the way to my very first furry convention <laughs> back in now. I want to know what happened there. What's that like, story? So, um, <laughs> that's. I mean, it's just my friends wanted to take me to like the furry convention, and I was just kind of like, yeah, let's let's go. I wanna I wanna see like who's gonna be there. Um, and I believe that Nobin was there at the, at, at the time. They went by a different name. Um, but yeah, the I I ended up. I think that was my first ever uh, commissioned artwork from another artist was I got a I got a badge from them and I think I still have it around here somewhere but my character was very different. I um I was uh they were like a, a silver dragon named Miles and that's part of why I like my handle is Chaos Miles. Um oh, yeah. ah, it has absolutely nothing to do with the Sonic fandom. <laughs> People have asked me about that. It's, it's, does, it, does it have something to do with Sonic and and uh, Tails? No. I just like the name. <laughs> I just like the name. I mean, yeah. It doesn't help that you've got, like, chaos in your name, and no, then you're, yeah. like, the color palette of Tails. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and, I, I, you know, I could see where people, like, drew the connection, and I think the Sonic comics would have been something that I read as well. I believe that they also had, like, advertisements for for Sonic comics and Archie and be like, oh yeah, I want to read these because like my friends were yeah, playing were, the video games and all that. They were published by Archie, uh, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Sonic comics from everything I've heard are actually for real decent, you know, good. They're not, you know, they're not like the game's troubled releases, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. the comics they've had their are dark, pretty they've, consistently good. They've yeah. had their dark ages, though. I've heard some... Uh, weird things about certain eras of it but like overall it's pretty cool yeah <laughs> yeah sure. I mean, that just makes that just makes it interesting that's uh, that's one of the collections i have like yet to build and like maybe maybe i should i don't know um but it's yeah it's one of those things that's like uh, always been in my periphery like uh i feel like i should be interested in this thing but it's just never grabbed me in the in the same way that that manga did um, so yeah, That's so fair. a lot of my, um, influences come from like, uh, Masashi Kishimoto, the, he's the, he's the one that did Naruto, uh, and another one that like, uh, I traced and tried to emulate a lot was, um, uh, uh, gosh, I forget the name, uh, the guy that did Shaman King, um, I loved the styles of like Shaman King, um. But yeah, I, I can definitely uh, see those, those comics like Archie and Shaman King. Like I can see those influences in your artistic style. Yeah, like um, I I've I've absolutely always loved like um cartoons and like one of the one of the things of, about it is like one of the one of the struggles that I've had like uh, artistically is that like I tend to make like a lot of like really cute stuff and people will be like oh yeah your stuff is so like cute and stuff and I'm just kind of like oh well I'm I'm super happy that you enjoy it and then meanwhile in my in the back of my mind I'm just kind of like oh I'm never going to be a cool artist I want to be <laughs> I'm always going to be stuck as a cute artist like I don't I don't want to be a cute artist all the time I want to be able to draw like cool stuff like really cool stuff 
<laughs> I um, I I don't know if maybe this is just my experience, but it's kind of easier for a cute artist to like subvert everyone's expectations and make something cool because everyone's so used to them making cute stuff. So if they make it like slightly more dramatic, then people will be like, "Whoa, that's yeah. what you usually do." Yeah, I'm working um, on that. I'm working on yeah. it. Yeah, I'm trying to build up know- the skill to get there. I know in particular see. there is there yeah. is one piece you've done with like really uh really like blocky line art. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Uh um, are you are we talking about Nada Sites or I don't know. Uh, but it's God. it's a picture that you've drawn uh-huh. and you were like really like all of the corners were really squared off. Oh, um, um and it was like Let me see if I can find it. Angular are you talking about the the one yeah, that angular. I did of uh, my oh oh um yes I remember um it was uh it was another one of those like um dragon self portrait things mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah I probably should have said that. yeah I went in that um yeah no 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 I I remember um drawing that one and I was just kind of like yeah this is way more what I want to go for um and then I never made anything like it again <laughs> that's how it goes I I totally want to I want to, to see that now. Yeah, well, yeah. um, yeah, I'll I'll share it with you. I mean, like, I, I think it's uh, I think it's my badge on my page. Uh, what is it? User profile. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah, on my page, you'll you'll scroll down the user profile, and it's very like pointy and angular and edgy and like, yeah, it's not. Um. Yeah, I I mean, I I look at it and I'm just kind of like, yeah, that's that's more the direction that I want to go. Um, like artistically, and I haven't really been able to like, uh, duplicate that since for for whatever reason. I think like part of my part of my problem is just like I'm naturally just kind of like cute, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not a bad it. thing. That's just that's no. I, I'm not gonna lie. It's my core personality. It's just like I want to be like open, you know. Um, I want to be like. I'm I'm very like it's it's hard to get me to like come out. It's hard for me to be the one to initiate stuff. I'm very withdrawn. Um but once you do get me out like on this podcast, I can be super enthusiastic and super like open and sharing of a bunch of things and yeah. I like well, I love yeah. that energy. It's great. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's it's awesome. Yeah, I love doing. I I mean, it's it's just I don't know, the world is like such a a downer and like i i haven't always been like um a super sunshiny person but i try to have like i try to have good sense and i try to have humor and i try to you know i i try to be i don't know i guess uh, myself you know really you know um <laughs> very dragonly <laughs> yeah that's fine <laughs> yeah yeah like <laughs> i i think it's um <laughs> Oh gosh, um, I need to I need to watch more media to make m- more better analogies. But yeah, it's just kind of like, oh yeah, the it's the it's the dragon dude. Don't bug him though, or else he'll never stop talking. <laughs> I know, I, I like that. I'm the kind of person where I find it really difficult to talk in more casual situations. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah. it's nice that someone else can fill the space. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, like- I, yeah, I like being able to fill the space. Yeah, I have to find if if I if I'm just on if I'm just like in a one on one conversation with somebody, it's like it's almost impossible for me to get myself to like talk a lot. But if there are like if there's two people though, like it's different for some reason, mm-hmm. and I'm able to speak. It's, it's it, I got I'll never understand it. It's I'm a it's a group dynamic. By you all. 
Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I'm exact opposite. Like, if I got a one-on-one -on -one situation, I can just talk for hours. But if I get in a group conversation, it, it's not that I can't talk. It's that my energy level goes down real quick. And after about an hour or two, I'm like, oh, you know. Okay, but, I'm sorry. So this can't be the four-hour episode. <laughs> this this is different. This is different. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we give can make it a four-hour episode. Ooh. See, give <laughs> us, us at least TF. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Give us I'm sorry least... if... I've gone on about like comics and and stuff. Um, that's what we do. Yeah, do, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're here for the yeah. cast. So that's um, yeah. I guess that's in in general kind of my kind of my like artistic background and like how I came to it. And um, yeah, it's um, I joined for Affinity in two thousand six, and yeah, I've uh, I've never really looked back. That's fair. It's been an important it, part um, of my artistic development. It, Very much. Mm -hmm. It's fascinating to me that uh, from from my perspective, like you've been able to develop your your like outside of internet life and your inside of internet life kind of without them interrupting each other too much. I mean, I know lately you've talked about like wanting to get away from life a lot to like yeah. spend more time doing art on the on the internet. But yeah, precisely. It, like, it, it, yeah. It's fascinating to me that you have like a family and a kid because mm -hmm. like I've always imagined if if I was to have a family then I would have to like put Kynik on hold at least until I get settled which yeah. I for you know for my own parents has been never. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. No, I yeah. could I like like for for me my my personality is just such that like my creativity is such a core driver of myself that any type of relationship I I would form like with someone else has to fit in around that uh, and, mm. and it has to like understand me and if you can't understand creativity and if you can't understand um, empathy and I've met a couple of people like this um, that you know we're just we're just not going to be able to 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 get along and um you know you're less likely to be a part of a part of my life like in general if um if you don't if you don't understand me because like i can be i i've noticed that i can be a bit a bit much for some for some people and so like i don't i don't like to like broadcast stuff like like my like my personal interest in like you know for the for the most part like when i tell people about like the type of the type of art that i do i i say like oh it's you know it's characters it's anthro animals you know stuff like that um but i tend not to go into like a, a lot of detail like the the i mean the most out i get i guess is that like i change my avatar at work to like my dragon sona so like <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's braver than me. And people have people asked probably like that's interesting, but Yeah, people have asked about it like before. I've gotten questions about it and they'll be like, "Hey, you is, is that like what is that? Just something you did or is that like Sona?" And I'm like, "Yeah, Sona." And they're like, "Cool." <laughs> yeah, I bet most people actually get interested. Yeah, uh, there it's... there are like I mean, not every interaction. I don't expect every interaction to be like positive, but I think like 
the more positive or negative interactions that that you can have are somewhat shaped by how you present the thing because if you present the thing as something that like oh um well i'm not very confident about this thing that i kind of do and you know i i only do it sometimes and like you know because that because then that raises like suspicion and be like you're doing something illegal there bud like yeah <laughs> whereas yeah, opposed to you just if you just talk about it like oh yeah it's a thing i do it's you know it's a it's it's a hobby you know some people snowboard some people draw pictures of anthro animals you know like <laughs> that's my first couple of years of uh, doing furry stuff, I was very guilty of that. Of just like, here's my stupid drawing. It's, mm-hmm. it's just garbage, though, and it, mm-hmm. I just I make dumb crap that yeah. nobody likes. And like, like I eventually I eventually learned that like that's it's honestly like really really irritating to see someone make something cool and then they talk about it like that. And mm-hmm. I kind of yeah. it kind of like triggers me a bit when I see other people do that. Now I'm just like, man, that. Like, you don't have to do that, man. It's like, it's all right. You know, like, yeah. It's, um, I, it also is like genuinely people do have low self-esteem, even mm-hmm. if they're oh, making too. something that is amazing. Like, yeah, you too, me too. I, everyone <laughs> here, too. I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I, I've actually seen that a lot on Twitter lately. There have been a lot of people just at this time of the year, for some reason that have been saying that they don't feel like, uh, they're doing very well at art mm-hmm. me included i think i said it like a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. yeah I, we, um, I, we all i've had sure. similar i think there might be like it it might yeah. be like a, a seasonal affective disorder like especially for for those of us in like the northern hemisphere like we get like it if it gets cold moods kind of drop you know or something and i don't know if um if you experience anything like similar where you live kinic um but like it, I, if if the quality of weather drops, sometimes like the quality of mood like around people can drop. That is possible. I I think this particular thing is more connected to possibly world. the 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 well the world and like Christmas mm-hmm. and New Year's mm-hmm. and like maybe and this is just like my theory, but maybe in in the New Year and Christmas you meet up with your family after a year and no, and everyone is... catches up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the new year happens and you're kind of forced to think about like, what did I achieve in the last year? Mm-hmm. And maybe if you're not, you know, you don't have as, as much self-esteem, you think, well, I didn't really achieve much and another year has gone by already. And it's like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mentioned with 2020, if you're going to reflect on the year 2021, it's been a rough year for a lot of people. So mm-hmm. yeah, especially rough year. It's, um, I, I think a lot of people, me included, are also getting kind of tired of all the, all the, uh, like pandemic stuff. Mm-hmm. Like where I live, at least, um, for a lot of last year, there was nothing. We were fine. And then they decided to kind of not care about it anymore mm-hmm. because a lot of people got vaccinated and now it's all just like exploded again and we're staying inside again. And it's like, come on, it's been, two years and it's like okay i've had enough now yeah Um, like yeah i I remember that we we were talking about this like last night kind of and it's just um it's just a shame like what's what's kind of happened more broadly and um yeah i mean i don't want to get too far from like um the the core (laughs) the core content of like this 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 podcast or whatever but like when it comes to Mm -hmm. like how it affects artistic output 
Um, it definitely does because like, um, there, I mean, some, some artists like kind of thrive, you know, um, working alone, but I think we also need to be able to like get out and, um, take in more of the world. I think Mm -hmm. creativity is a good amount of like drinking from what life has to offer. Uh, and then, you know, putting out something amazing as a result of like, um, being, being there, I guess. So, um, I'm, I'm not the, I'm not the type of artist that, that does uh, a whole lot of fan art, but I know that there, there are some artists that just like, they see the latest, like, disney movie or something and they're like oh i have to draw this character now um and i've never been like that but i i i know it's a thing (laughs) i mean we've been out of fuel i know adam and i have been out of fuel for a lot of it because we couldn't go out very much Mm -hmm. and it it does you gotta get some inspiration flowing Mm -hmm. you just have to and i mean i I didn't i didn't Go ahead. Sorry. Dun, dun, dun. No, it's uh, fine. <laughs> uh, I didn't think it would. I didn't think it would affect me that much at first, because like, oh well, I'm just sitting at home anyways, and I just, I'm just like, I just draw my art and yeah, like do internet crap and play video games, right? So like, who cares? But uh, like, it do, it it does wear on you, even if you're not the type to go outside and do a bunch of stuff all the time, like uh. The fact that you're not like allowed to mm-hmm. is depressing. You, like yes. if you wanted to, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. I think even the most like, even even people who are like ninety nine, you know, percent uh, introverted, uh, have to get out at least once in a while. You know, like um, it, it's it's not even it's not even necessarily to interact with other people, but just like to get outside of like where you're at because like few people can live in like a spaceship and that's basically what quarantine is like you know you're 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 assigned to your own like corner and you have to stay there you know because of the the state of the world and state of pandemic and all that um so i'm very impressed that like astronauts are able to stay so like cut and fit and that yeah. like living in a little garbage can like that because man i mm-hmm. i i am not looking great <laughs> at the moment oh yeah talking about space though oh space so like um this is gonna date this podcast <laughs> isn't this this okay. is a great tuesday don't you think this is just gonna like awesome tuesday but um no um for real um hearing hearing the news that the james webb space telescope has been fully successfully deployed is like ah that's so cool uh i love it um we're gonna be able to get science yeah well we're gonna be able to get science from as far back as 100 million years after the big bang and that's pretty good we're expected to see the very first galaxies that that formed um basically and and one of the thing is that it's 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 kind of a mystery as to how the galaxies formed so quickly uh after the beginning of the universe because like in in a universal history that that reaches something like 13. Point for I think billion years to be able to see a hundred million years, you know, um, 
from that is really early. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. In, in the big scope of things. So we're going to be able to see like a bunch of like science. They're going to do science on black holes. They're going to do science on exoplanets and, um, you know, other, other star systems that are out there. Um, yeah. And, and basically like there's, there's stuff that can come up in the interim too. I'm super excited. Like this is not a science podcast. Can we, can we focus yeah, this yeah, back we, please? We, Sorry about Yeah, we need one. to, we need, we need to try to uh, move along with the, uh, uh, so, yeah, as, as, long as, stuff. It, as long as it turns me into a dragon at the end. I saw an image from the from the James Webb t- space oh telescope and turned into an <laughs> <Stop>. alien. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Stop! It was a space. It was a space NFT. All right, now moving on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Oh, moving on. No. I actually had a I had a question that I just came up with when you were talking about your little like story. Um, sure. Of like going to your first convention. Mm, yes. Uh, and you brought up uh drawing something that someone drew in church mm-hmm. oh uh, um, yeah that was... or being inspired by them mm-hmm. well i mean uh mm-hmm. <laughs> wait, for, wait for him to ask, sorry. ask the question <laughs> sorry let me shut up <laughs> um uh how uh, like have you had like troubles coming to like when you were still doing tf at the very beginning did you have trouble can like coming to terms with that from a religious sense or did it like did it change your point of view on on your religion at all i you know um since since it was since it was kind of like stimulating contact content you know for me i didn't even know what it was doing like at the time but i understood like it was it was stimulating me and i was just like um maybe like is this a sin? You know, basically is what I'm asking myself as a young boy in church and being like, yeah, I think, I think this is, I think this is sinful. This might be, you know, like, and because of like, you know, uh, talking or not, not enough talking failure to talk or whatever. I had to learn a lot about, um, adult fun times stuff on a different, (laughs) on a different, um, time, time schedule. But like, yeah, it's it was it was something that was like related to um my 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 guilt, my inner, you know, um feelings of like oh, I'm not good enough because like I I see something that excites me and it doesn't have anything to do with like religion or something like that, which seems like it was that was the way that it was supposed to be, you know. Um that seems yeah, like yeah. it was it was that seems like it was the way it was um it was sold to me or i interpreted it that way like as a as a kid you know um yeah. i want to be mindful of of people and like um uh, of of like religion in general I grew up in salt lake city um family was mormon through and through um and you know uh, uh, looking looking back on it um there there are a lot of great people there are a lot of great values um but it's just uh, it's it's not something that like i agree with anymore um especially when it comes to uh equivalent loving treatment of uh of people of different persuasions you know like a lgbtq community like i feel like i'm kind of um i'm kind of a part of that now you know um my my spouse does not you know, like is, is gender fluid, you know, can, can change, 
you know, what, what they identify with, um, depending on like the day and just how they feel that day. And so, um, and then me personally, that's awesome. And then me personally going towards like the, the directions of like, um, so like, uh, in in earlier times i would be thinking of like um stuff in the realm of like uh other kin you know like spiritually being like a dragon or something like that um and i was super like attracted to that for a while but also uh, having here. been Same having here. yeah having been raised like religious and be like oh this this I guess this has to be a sin like it's not it's not really true but it made me feel good in the same way in the same kind of spiritual way that church did sometimes. So it's, um, yeah, it's, um, yeah. And that, and that was something that I went through and like, and nowadays I'm more kind of settled on like, um, you know, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm very secular, but like the idea of like playing in this like fantastic space where you can be where, whatever you want to be. Um, that's, you know, that's, that's kind of where I find the truest expression of myself is like on the internet and through my art and through, uh, and through that type of stuff. So yeah. Excellent question. Kynick right. had to step away for a little while. <laughs> yeah. 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 Invasions and all. Yeah. So, well, um, I guess, uh, I guess I can uh, ask one of the questions written here. Uh, sure. so, uh, I, I I assume you uh, do tutorials. Uh, like, what was happening the moment you realized you wanted to create tutorials for the time that you did, and like, how'd you get into it? You know, um, like, I, I have always been focused on um, improving myself, uh, and I've always like when. So I went to art college. I went to Broadview Entertainment Arts University and I got a bachelor's of fine arts in comics and sequential art. Um, yes. And I went into an enormous debt for that. It's a debt that I have not been able to like even adequately address. Um, when I was, you know, when I was younger and signing up for that, it's just kind of like, okay, you know, this, this is one of those things that it's okay to go into debt for because like it can get you a job or something like that. Um, That's what they like, say anyway. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like the thing is when it comes to like art college, it can be, it can be different, you know, like you explore your yourself and, um, and like in, in the better art colleges, like they can, they can maybe get you a little, a little bit better connected. The one that I went to was a for-profit college. Um, and you can, you can shit on poor for-profit colleges all you like. I mean, like there's, there are a good amount that are, that are really bad, but the one that I went to actually managed to draw in enough, uh, high quality people that I feel like I got, you know, a, a good, a, a good solid education, you know, well, I mean, a, a good solid education from people who had had experience in the field who had, um, worked at least with comic publishers, if not for them, um, you know, uh, to, to have people, you know, to have people, instructors who have actually had um, connections to working with, uh, with the industry is way better than something that I would have gotten from like a gen generic education in like graphic design from University of Utah or wherever else I could have gone. 
Um, yeah, I'm ju- I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of jealous of what you're describing. Like I ended yeah, up going to sounds... like a, a technical college. It was like the only thing I could afford, and yeah, all, all my art classes were useless except for the one I actually learned stuff one from was the sequential art slash like comics class. Wow, which was like that was the only one I really thrived in and learned a bunch in and like felt like I was like something was happening to me, you know? Yeah, for and, real. Uh, that guy had no connections, though. He was just kind of a, a dork that liked comics and yeah. was teaching at this crappy school. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I, I still mean, appreciate him. Yeah, I feel like you, you at very least, should, like, should be in the know, should know somebody who knows somebody. I, well, I don't know. I think you really should have, like, a primary contact of some sort to really um, have some authoritative, like, weight in in this you know like um one of my connections are everything connections connections are everything um and i think that's you know one of the one of the reasons that like i don't think college will completely go away um but i wanted to return to like don't feel terribly like um jealous or envious of of me because like i'm in a heaping amount of debt um for like something that's uh, it, it has returned it has returned value to my life from like, um, from like an intellectual and creative standpoint, but I have struggled financially for a long while. And if you're able to avoid all that, I say 100% avoid it. Um, and that's, and that's one of the reasons I'm, I'm sorry. It took me forever to get to this point, but that is why I want to be a mentor. I want to pass on that, that information and just kind of save other people like the cost um, and save yeah, other people. Uh, a, a free from... a free tutorial that you read on DeviantArt uh, mm-hmm. doesn't put you in crippling debt for the rest of your life. Yeah, precisely. And it's and if it's and, and it's if it's often better. Yeah, and <laughs> if it's and if it's written, <laughs> if it's written well, you know, if it's presented well, you know, like I might not be the like the best teacher or the most experienced or something like that, but like I learned something and. Um, and I'm enthusiastic about it, right? And like we've all sat through classes where like we knew that the instructor was just not into it, like yep. at all. Like if like yeah, and and enthusiasm mm. is such a big part of like passing on like what you know. Like you got to be able to tell stories. You got to be able to, you know, maintain a, a consistent uh tone of voice level of engagement a level of engagement with the with the material right and so many people that get hired on as teachers like i'm i'm just not sure like i mean everyone has a different experience going through education but if you've gone through like a bad public education that can be worse than nothing at all um because they can because you get you get bad teacher after bad teacher that just drains you of any excitement that you might have once had for yes. learning about the world or being yeah. curious about the world. So like, that actually, yeah, that actually, um, it, it, I was actually going to ask this question before, but it's amazing that we kind of came to it naturally. Uh, I, I've seen some of the, and I don't know if you talked about this when I, I just like took a bit of a time before, yeah. but, um, like, I, I've seen the videos that you posted, uh, uh like that you uh, the like tutorial videos that you did mm-hmm. for some Discord class or something. Yes, uh, the, so uh, it's yep. 
it's it's very it, it's kind of obscure it is a discord server that spawned from a subreddit so interesting so it is it is it is the r slash furry art school subreddit discord <laughs> so, wow sound, sounds helpful yeah Maybe. no um uh i'm uh, so the uh, i want to be careful okay. about what i say i, I want to be careful about what i say here because like it's it's, it's yeah, just... there there are people there are people that go there and a good amount of them are just like kids and you know um you you want to be understanding and you want to be like uh passing on to them but like they just don't have like as as much experience and like they're they're kids and they can't and you can't necessarily talk to um a teenager on the same level that you can talk to a peer you know 20 20 30 years old is is the way that you talk to them can be different from the way that you talk to a teenager um yeah and so yeah to put it's 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 quite a scary feeling like i'm only 21 and i already can't talk to teenagers Mm mm-hmm yeah, uh, it's mm-hmm. yeah, like 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 I'm 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 like in my mid thirties and I'll still go by I'll pass by some teenagers and I'm like oh man right. those are the those are the cool kids they're gonna like <laughs> like say something mean to me or beat me up you know like yeah my, like, my... I, I, I I still feel that way it's stupid yeah um it's 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 such it's such a struggle and I'm just kind of like gosh it wasn't that long ago like if you turn if you could turn the clock back. 15 years i'm a teenager too like you know like i i feel like i should be able to communicate like with my with my own offspring and it's it's just it's just hard like they're they're not teenager yet but they but they're they've definitely picked up some of their mother's sass I, I, I remember the exact moment it happened to me i was still working at gamestop at the time and I mm-hmm. heard some I heard some kids say like, Oh, that's the new Call of Duty, that's really beast and I had the thought of like <laughs> that's a dumb thing to say. That sounds stupid. Why would you say that? That's dumb oh, that no, slang I'm sounds old. stupid. And then I, I realized like, oh god, oh no, it's happening. That that's kinda of funny. That <laughs> happened when people started saying based. Like recently. Yeah. I yeah. was like, no, that's a what the fuck does that mean? It might have been before <laughs> I think it was before based was a thing. Like uh, it was, it was quite a while ago. No, yeah, uh, I've the, only gotten worse. Yeah, the way it's, that yeah. language changes and like culture changes and like it's 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 kind of funny how how much of that like emanates from like the the youth space uh, and and the online space yeah. and it's um it's it's just. It's going to be so funny, like, ten years from now. I'm going to be completely unable to talk with, like, <laughs> with with anyone who can, uh, who can talk intelligently, you know, those, like, uh, you know, uh, 15, 16 or something like that. And that, and that just is, is, is kind of depressing because, like, I'm, you know, here I am, like, uh, as an adult trying to pass on knowledge, like, via tutorials or whatever, uh, and I need to be able to speak the same language, you know, as whoever I'm communicating information to. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I hope that the, the video tutorials and stuff that I've, that I've put out there have been, have been helpful. And, uh, the streams that I've done, the, the, the lectures that I've done, I hope they've been helpful. Um, if it, if I it mean, helps. I just it... lost one. Yeah, I just watched the how to improve one, and that one's really nice, actually. Oh, thank you. Relevant to how I've been feeling, so hey. If it helps at all, I I watched them when I was nineteen. Mm. So 
<laughs> I mean, I guess so we'll that say, uh, kind of counts. Slang, <laughs> s- s- slang and stuff might come and go, but like an art tutorial from like 50 years ago is still helpful mm. because like the fundamentals of how to create art like don't really change. 100%. Until everyone has VR headsets and then you do everything with your hands or through dancing or something. <laughs> and dancing. then I, I, won't, I won't know what anything is anymore. You draw in, with your mind and it just forms in front of you. You God, know, I love that. in all honesty, yeah. it's it's just kind of like the 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 advent of like um smart devices was was one thing. Like and I and I think that if if VR like catches on in a in a huge like cultural way and it ends and it winds up in schools and stuff like that, that would have been such an enormous help to young me who's wondering like how the hell does anything work in the human body, you know, like anatomically and yeah. like, how do, how do people like do these things? And, um, yeah, it's, it's something that like I've spent a couple of years of my life, you know, working, uh, working on. And, and when you talk about like art tutorials from like old, older times, uh, w- some of my favorite texts are from, uh, Bern Hogarth, uh, who, who was, um, he was a teacher at, um, I think it was the New York College of Design or something. I'm sorry, I've probably butchered it. But no um, those are those are tutorial books, like out of, uh, you know, late '60s, early '70s. You know, um, and those are those are quite old. You know, today, um, but the the standards you know, the, the illustrations, it's just kind of like the human body has not changed at all. So we can still no. teach you about this stuff. I wish it had though. Yeah. yeah like, well, like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, we wish it had podcast. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, you know, like back in like the, the sixties, there was like Jack Kirby's, like how to draw comics, the Marvel way. And mm-hmm. that's still really, really helpful. And really like a really, really cool book, even though like, the comics don't really look like that anymore, but like the fundamentals are still the same, you know. Yes, yeah. the fundamentals. And, uh, it's still it's still really helpful to read. Mm-hmm. If we're dropping books, one that really influenced me is uh, drawing on the right side of the brain. Oh, I that was the great. Author. Um, that was it, um. Uh, they're not coming to mind. <laughs> yeah, no, I know that one. Um, that one was uh that that was a textbook that I um I was assigned in uh in high school, uh, and I really wish I was paying better attention because that book is great. It is. It teaches you how to think. It's not mm-hmm. so much like a tutorial on how to draw specific things. It's more like uh, people draw very wrong than how they're supposed to. And you can tell when you ask like a middle-aged person, "Hey, try like most people, like, hey, draw like a cat or something," and they just draw this stick figure, and they don't mm-hmm. know how to do it otherwise, and yeah. they almost get embarrassed at the thought of drawing something. Yeah, like it's crazy. Well, it's because but... some people just—it's like seeing the world as an artist is is different, and like I'm among artists, so we all kind of like get it. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like like people think, like when it comes to like stick figures and all that, like uh, what Kabara was just saying, like people tend to think in symbols and they think like, oh, like this is the only way I know to communicate this and I'm not yes. good at drawing, you know. But like if you ask them to draw a cat, they'll make the, the crappy stick figure. But if you like turn that picture upside down or 
like split it up or something and say like just yeah, draw what could. this it, draw what this looks like yeah mm-hmm. They yeah. would actually be able to draw like a decent cat like right away because they don't exactly. they're not drawing a cat anymore. They're mm-hmm. just drawing the things that are there. Yeah, you and... you th- think less like you don't you don't consider it as the entire thing anymore from the beginning. You like build it up in stages. So the high was able forms. to yeah yeah the brain um, if. I, I know we were dropping books. Uh, if if anyone sure. wants something like more related yeah. to manga specifically, like the guy who wrote JoJo Hirohiko Araki made like a how-to book on how he makes manga. Really, it's more like how he how he like designs characters and stories. Hmm. Uh, it's called Manga in Theory and Practice, and oh. I've read it. And uh, there is some drawing stuff in there, but. Uh, it's it's really useful if you want to kind of be able to convey emotion through art and characters through art mm-hmm. uh, consistently, at least in the way that that he does it. I think it's a good read. Mm-hmm. No, the judging is art, yeah, which I'm like, a big fan of. I gotta look at that. Mm, it's like without good. knowing anything about without knowing anything about JoJo, like I will say, just like he, like like it or hate what the comic is, like the the guy like designs extremely distinctive characters with mm-hmm. like outfits that you wouldn't like imagine a human being actually wearing but somehow like he makes it look cool and like feasible and he's had like hundreds and hundreds of characters over the years and uh mm-hmm. they're all they're all like recognizable and unique which is like really impressive to me cuz mm-hmm. I, I suck shit at character design myself like, so, not to like, fanboy too much about him but like it almost seems like his he's intentionally challenging himself to make the most ridiculous outfit possible and make <laughs> it work at the same time somehow. Like, yeah, that's uh, definitely true. I guarantee it is. <laughs> I um, I I thought about what you said about VR, uh, Iathisk, mm-hmm. and I know I've played like a bit of VR chat with you, and you've made like an avatar. Yes. Uh, in three D, mm-hmm. do you think that helped you? Like like existing as that avatar, like the first time you experienced being that avatar, do you think it like gave you any sense of validation? Huge. It was absolute. It's it's absolutely enormous. No. Um. Uh. You know. Um. I know that we've talked before, like privately. Um. And 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 we'll see if this comes out in the edit or not. But like <laughs> we've <laughs> we've talked privately before about like mirrors. And our relationship with with mirrors, um, yeah. and you know, to to be able to like look in in a virtual mirror and see something else staring back at you. Um, God, it's it's I, it's like I, I, I know I, I I'm uh, it's it's an abstraction like from re- like you know it's not real. You know you're wearing a VR headset. You know that you're in a place that is like not real, but it tracks well enough to give you just kind of like a glimpse into like wow, what what like, could what could you, this be? Like, yeah, you like blink I, I just and it blinks back. Mm-hmm. I just really want to experience that for myself cuz like even when I was a teenager and I'd buy like I'd like buy a werewolf mask from the Halloween store and be like ashamed of it. And I would like look at myself in the mirror with it on and it would like make me feel like lightheaded and like my heart would be beating really fast, you know? And yeah. uh, I think VR is just kind of a way more advanced and cooler version of, 
uh, what my embarrassed teenage self was doing there. And, you know, like mm-hmm. kind of for the same reason, I yeah. I want to be able to afford a fursuit someday just so I can like look at myself in a mirror or da- just down at my own body and see like the not human thing that I've always dreamt about, you know, it's like, yes. like I, I want to have that experience. Me too. I, I think, do too. I think VR is is basically like, you know, um, I feel I feel a, a couple different ways about like virtual realities and like uh, and like simulations, you know, like because when it comes to like cha- when it comes to the idea of changing literally who you are, like what you look like on a very very fundamental level, um there's not a whole lot that's possible that you can, that you can do to change yourself. Like people can get like tattoos and body modifications. And if you want to go that direction, you absolutely can. Um, but there's, there's nothing like kind of building your own body and then wearing it in a virtual space that, that can, that can make something similar click, you know, that it can just kind of like, gosh, that's, that's me. Like, can and I, <laughs> can I share something that's kind of my heart kind of started beating when you started talking about this? Yeah. Um, it was a like a lucid dream I had a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it was formulative. And it was like Jesus when I was twenty, a uh, long you know kind of age. <laughs> um, but. I hadn't had a lucid dream for a long time, but when I was younger, I used to lucid dream kind of frequently, even like really young though, like ages of one to 10. And anyway, uh, in the dream, I won't go on too long. I transformed in it. I was walking through a forest. The transformation was kind of dull actually. Like, and then mm. when I mean dull, I mean like the sensations of it were dull. They weren't as vivid as they could have been all that kind of stuff. And even my vision was very blurry, but, through events in the dream, I walked up a staircase and looked into a giant mirror. And when I looked into this mirror, I saw that I had my, like, dragony face. And that's when I got lucid, because I was like, that's not me, that's a different face, but wait. And that feeling that happened in that moment was so, so intense. Mm-hmm. And I, I started, like, making expressions with, you know, my muzzle in the dream and, like, raising my hand up and stuff. And it was wild. Like, I can only imagine it being so much clearer in VR when you're fully awake and seeing all that. Yeah, I think... And, like, it's crazy. Yeah, I think you could get something similar. Like, I'm not gonna... Like, if you've never experienced VR before, it's not... It's not actually, like, you know, something that can, like transport you like necessarily like not not everybody's going to get like the 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 feelings or whatever but there there's at least going to be some part of the some part of the population that hops in and that their brain goes like this is real enough like um Mm -hmm. and that's and that's one of the (laughs) that's one of the big draws for like for like vr for me and um and and i think it's going to be an absolutely huge space uh for like furries and transformation enthusiasts that's what happens to say, um oh you got sorry uh like like you know like you can't actually change your body and you know even if you are in a vr with the avatar you like you know it'll be just janky enough that like it, it might not necessarily be real to you but mm-hmm. like in a way it can make you that thing to like other people you know like 
if someone yeah. only knows you through that, then when they think of you, they'll think like, oh, the Iathisk, he's that orange dragon, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's just what he looks like, you know? And like, in the mind of other people, like, that actually is what you are, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, I just, I, the thought of that is like r- really cool to me, I guess. That's what I want to be. Like I keep I keep my avatars as that picture. Like so many like so many like normal people, right? <laughs> they, they 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 take like a selfie or something like that and that's their profile picture and like 100% like um and and like on a level I'm different, but I'm the same, you know, in that like this is this is how I want to express like my existence like online. Um, absolutely and, and when it yeah. comes to that like i'm not i'm not necessarily shared uh, uh excuse me um scared of sharing my my real face or or whatever but like in in general it feels um it feels kind of disingenuine sometimes you know like to to share a photo versus sharing my art like mm-hmm. i feel i feel sometimes like sharing my my art is is way more revealing as to who i really am compared to if i can what photons bounce off of my physical form you know yeah it's what you what you think of yourself as which is way more important Mm -hmm. and i if i could speak on it like i'm in that same boat where i do a lot of personal art where i transform into my sona and Mm -hmm. i show my human face a lot more readily than i think a lot of people would be wanting to but I still want to put up like my ideal self as the primary thing. And I want people to see that first and think of that first. Mm -hmm. I think I'm a lot less worried of like corrupting it. I don't think it gets corrupted as easily. Mm. I think people will still think of that avatar and that VR avatar, especially because people, people want to think of that. They don't want to like most people aren't happy being human, you know? I think within I think our circle anyway. specifically, <laughs> I think within our yeah. our circle specifically, that's that's much more that's much more applicable. But uh, but yeah, it uh, uh, mm-hmm. absolutely. I totally agree. It's part of the reason I want to like learn to three D model just in general, mm-hmm. so that I can make one of those like a V a VTuber avatar or something. Yeah, yeah. Let's all do it together. I'd really <laughs> like to experience that. No, for yeah, like There's, for. Um, um, Sorry. No, I, I guess I was just going to say, like, for real, my ideal job title would be, like, a VR body sculptor. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. Like, I uh, I had kind of a bone to pick with the uh, Ready Player One book slash movie, mm. which I'm not going to I'm not going to go crazy, but uh, like they described this perfect virtual world where anybody can represent themselves as any possible version of anything (laughs) ever. And everyone is just a human with cool hair. And like, (laughs) there was like, there was like one furry, like total in that entire movie. And that is like such bullshit. Like, like I read a, uh, one of the most important cyberpunk novels, uh, snow crash. I think it was by Neil Stevenson. I read it in high school it actually described like a version of second life, like before second life was a thing. That's and, awesome. uh, 
that book actually got it right where like the main character like went into a nightclub where people's avatars are hanging out and dancing and stuff and like almost none of them are human they're all like gorillas or robots or insects or dragons or like just all kinds of crazy shit because like mm. like that's yeah. what people would want to do you know uh, that's, that's what at I least think. i think yeah. so that is vr chat if yeah, you've never yeah, exactly. if you've never say, stepped VR into chat. vr chat that is vr chat basically <laughs> that's awesome you know like um it doesn't it doesn't have like the the sensory like tactile like feedback necessarily but like if you've got if you've got sufficient like enough um body tracking like or at least head and arm tracking you can hug someone else in vr and get like feelings from it yes like you won't actually like you know you may not physically feel them but like you feel like seen like and 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 felt you know and whatever and i think um i think kind of kind of kind of talking about like like i i would reach around like his body in vr because like uh, i had Mm -hmm. my brother's like index and and i was able to like reach around and like and like hug and if you feel something from that that's like that's like a small taste of, of yeah what what was amazing about that was i'm playing on like pancake right mm-hmm. i'm i'm on my i'm on my screen using a mouse and keyboard like i wasn't yeah. even in vr mm-hmm. and you like hug me you hugged me at one point and i was like holy shit that feels like a real hug mm-hmm. um it was really <laughs> whack yeah. it was it was insane like yeah. so if that's in vr as well like it's uh, yeah our brains can't tell the difference that as much as we think they can yeah at i really some believe point. in that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and also we if anyone's familiar, there's these folk, uh, I think, I don't know how to pronounce their name on Twitter, but it's like Leaser, but they make uh, photo yeah, yeah. face morphing technology uh, for Instagram on phones yeah. and stuff, whatever. But, um, like, they can make your face morph into a bunch of different animals, like, in real time, too. So <laughs> you can be, like, moving your face around and talking, and then your face will push out into a muzzle. And nice. that's given me some insanely strong feelings. Yes, and some of some of them even like replace the inside of your mouth. So like, if you open your mouth, there'll be like like fangs inside, ah. and uh, like they're. <laughs> yeah, uh, I have all those on my phone, and I like I look at them a lot when I'm like drifting off to sleep in bed, like so I can like try to have TFE dreams, which <laughs> I don't ha- I don't ever have, but I, I would like to have them. But uh, those gotta- those filters are really cool, and you don't. Like I hate Instagram and I I don't understand it at all. But I downloaded it just to see those filters and it was worth <laughs> yep. it. Yep. <laughs> so if we can have that kind of experience from just those face filters, I'm sure VR is like a trip and a half. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, that's uh, awesome, man. Yeah. That person that's... is a uh, liaser one. L I A S S U R one on Twitter. If you wanted to like track those down, uh, they're very cool. Can we get that in the show notes? Keep up the good work, Leah, sir. (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) That's all awesome. Yeah. Oh man, I, you know, uh, I've I've been I've been like worried about. This is like a weird tangent, but I'm also trying to work in my next question. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I've been I've been worried about like. Uh, getting into a relationship in mm-hmm. um in the furry community because I feel like for me to be able to get into a relationship that's fulfilling, it needs to be with somebody who is like 
who like you said who like can accept my eccentricities mm-hmm. um i it amazes me that you were able to find somebody like that in this community because to me at least it seems like it's a it's quite a challenge i uh, got to, incredibly yeah. lucky was was my thing like it's 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 hard for me to speak about this because like i got it's you know people are asking like how'd you how'd you do it how'd you find someone that that you love and you and you stay with like it was a total fluke like you know like my my significant other barely even identifies like and and wants to like distance themselves like from furry but like i found them on you know online on a on a dating website and i happened to to reach out um and we we happened to connect on the same day that they had like a their their three-day free trial or whatever um (laughs) yeah and 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 we exchanged you know phone numbers and like started texting and like one one thing led to another and i've just been i just been incredibly lucky to find someone that uh that that deals with it that has at least a a similar creative soul to mine and a similar uh mind like um a a, a desire for like intellectual stimulation and and so forth like yeah it's it's hard like i want to be able to tell people how to do that um but the fact of the matter is i was just dumb lucky like to to find someone that was basically perfect for me um so (laughs) and i wish i wish everyone else that that same amount of luck but it's um yeah unfortunately it just it just can't happen to everyone like you know like there 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 are people out there that are like you know um objectively like more fortunate than me in a lot of different ways um but i feel like i hit the jackpot kind of where it matters you know in your relationships with another another person a person you want to spend your life with yeah that's so yeah fantastic yeah i wish i could say more like you know like i guess i guess the the main thing is just kind of like reach out because you never know who's only going to be there for three days you know out of out of an entire year or something like that but that's the truth Mm -hmm. um i think i met you know i met altered because we both love tf and we're pretty like we knew about each other and we you know got together mm-hmm. but i have met a lot of people women men and everything in between or elsewhere and i've met a lot of them through chance like you describe mm-hmm. um like and a lot of them were like be into certain things when it wasn't listed mm-hmm. and that's a big thing like you can discover people that you would not expect because not a lot of people are going to list like TF or furry or whatever, just like look in places you wouldn't expect is, I guess what I would say. Yeah. Um, I've met a lot of people like that. I, I straight up asked people like, do you like this or this and this? And they're like, Oh God, yes, I really love this. I've just been afraid to tell anyone mm-hmm. like it happens. Yeah. But I wish everyone luck that's looking. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, if and it's like uh, above all what's important is that sorry. <laughs> it's okay. My cat's next to the microphone now. <laughs> uh above all like what's what's important is that like you're you're 
reaching out and you're and you're trying stuff you know like and not and not everything is gonna work and like don't don't cling to something you know just because like you think it might be working you know because sometimes that's that's not necessarily a good sign that uh that things will continue to work because they worked like once or something but um but i don't know it's um yeah you have to you have to be aware of your uh your personal history and um and and sharing with like i happen to know a bit a bit more about kind of ex- like specific situation and it's a really tough one and maybe that's another story <laughs> that is. you could share another time but yeah another um, time yeah another another time but um but yeah just you know just be out there you know trying stuff you know and the the basis of it is is that like um hey this is me do you like me you know like hey this mm-hmm. is what i'm into do you like that and you know they either click or they don't the vast majority of the time and like some subset of the ones who click with you are going to also be romantically compatible and so yeah you never know who that is until you reach out and and check yeah so, just try and be yourself yeah, yeah. and and I've, I've said it before like exactly how hard it is for like me to reach out so like yeah the fact that that i did reach out once and i got lucky once uh it was it was enough i guess you know and here i am with a with another person i'm i'm stepdad to a, to a beautiful little one and yeah uh i don't know oh you go you go okay um i don't know (laughs) i don't know if you uh want to like talk too much about your personal life because you know it's your personal life and we can cut this out if you want but um do you have like difficulty are you have you like told your child like about tf and do you think you like ever will have a conversation with them about your that kind of side of your personality we would uh, probably have a conversation at at some point you know like i try and share myself with you know my my family and there and there are certain things that like you know little ones obviously don't need to know about like quite a, well, quite obviously, a number of yes yeah. But like <laughs> you know, like just just trying to share like the genuine like loving self and trying to be like yeah. there there for them and like if they ever yeah and and you know when it when it, I don't I don't share everything you know but I'm I'm trying to share like the most important parts of like who I am the the parts that like care the parts that like creative I want to talk about like you know um. I want to let them know about, I want to let my kid know about like my personality and my interests, like eventually. And like, Mm. eventually stuff is like just going to spill over like naturally it'll, it'll just happen, you know? Um, and we can, and we can have, you know, more, more conversations as more of that, like rolls about as, as they, as they mature and like start exploring, like what they're interested in and like, and, and at that point, like, you know, once, once they're, you know, in a, um, once they're mature enough to really understand like what's, what's going on, like, and see, say like, okay, well, this is, this is my corner and mm. like, here's, mm. you know, and, and maybe it's not what, 
what you're going to eventually get into. You know, you could be into something like completely different. If this completely disgusts you, um, you know, that's, that's, that's fine too. You know, it's just uh, the, this, this portion of my life will, will not be something that like we, we share common ground on. Um, and that's, you know, and that's in a sense sad, but it's not for everyone. So nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And if I may, you know, uh, it can go dur- it can go like the exact opposite of like what your fears might tell you like i'm this is just anecdotal but uh uh my best my best friend for a long time i was like like he's still he's still like my best buddy even though we don't uh, live anywhere close to each other anymore but uh i was always mortified that he would somehow find out about the tf stuff i'm drawing and the stuff that i look at and he'd think i was a freak and he'd hate me you know and that was always just this huge burden and fear. And I would never, ever share anything about it ever, you know? Uh, but I, uh, at some point I slipped up and he, uh, he somehow got, uh, like he somehow like learned my online alias. I don't remember how, and he saw my gallery and he was like, honestly, really cool about it. Even though I was super embarrassed and I still didn't want to talk about it. And mm-hmm. Years later, he actually ended up just marrying a, a furry uh, girl, <laughs> and uh, awesome. even though he's not a furry himself, like he he's obviously like completely cool with it. And she even has a picture in her gallery of like both of them as dragons, like having like intercourse. You know? Oh my god! Weird and stuff. Here, yeah, I, yes. here I here I was like just absolutely terrified that my my friend would find out about what a horrible deviant I am. And it turns out like all that worrying was for nothing, you know, and it didn't matter. And it was like, you know, who cares? You know, it's it was, it's all right. And it might've you know? opened could... the door for them to accept that person a little bit more, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you never know. Uh, I don't know if I ever mentioned this, but if anyone that knew me back when I was called no life was wondering why I like, nuked my gallery and then re-uploaded every single thing I ever did under a new name. It's because uh, the thought of my friend, like, seeing my gallery, <laughs> like, freaked me out so much that I got a different name because, <laughs> like, the, 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 the mere thought of it, I couldn't bear it. Mm-hmm. And, and how and, times uh, changed, too, because it was weird. We both went out to see um, Altered's best friend, like Adam and I did, and we flew out there, and that this was at the point when his friend knew that we were both in an, a relationship together, and we were both furries, and we were both in the TF stuff. But he was just totally cool about it. And the thing that you were mortified of, Altered, is now like, oh, it's all okay. That's the coolest thing ever. And uh, if I can say, too, like, I don't think furry is the like the enigmatic boogeyman that it used to be. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. When, we touched on that before. When you're... It's definitely a lot tamer mm-hmm. than it. I mean, not tamer. It's like a lot more accepted. I should mm-hmm. say the, the opposition yeah. is a lot tamer than they used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause like the inner, the internet will like, I think what the internet has done is it's made, everyone realized that, oh shit, everybody's got weird interests. Mm-hmm. Everybody always did have weird interests. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like, like, uh, I've seen things, and, uh, I've I have seen to say, things. honestly, like, 
I think tr- like transformation in general and even even like paw focus stuff are mm. they're pretty low on the bizarre crazy shit totem pole. Yeah. Even though we 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 kind of fool ourselves into thinking we're going to get ostracized or demonized or set on fire like it's not really that strange to like like want to be a werewolf or a dragon like just like thinking thinking about it you know like no. it, i think it's kind of a universally no. cool idea and that's mm-hmm. why it's like a superpower or something you can do in a cool video game uh to make yourself feel badass you know yeah, yeah absolutely i agree 100 percent. Mm-hmm. sorry if that was a little magic. meandering but no it's that's no, totally legit yeah, no, I mean uh, it's 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 kind of what we want to do as like artists in this space is allow people to, you know, explore these areas, you know? Like it's all very what 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 we do like generally like in in the transformation art community is like help people explore stuff. Like it's very exploratory. Um and like and it's and and by its very nature it's very fluid. You know, um, it's, it's just, um, it's, and, and I feel like in that sense, we're kind of, uh, we're kind of closer to the way that things are, I think, like in, in a sense that like everything is constantly changing. Like people are not set in stone. We're all processes. Like, you know, let's, you know, the, the, the reality is like, we're different from one moment to the next. And the person that was us, you know, seven years ago, we might have those memories, but they're not around anymore, you know, like that, yeah. that person, um, you know, and, and, and sometimes like you can take that in a very literal sense. Like, um, it, it, it I, I forget it's like biologically every cell in your body is replaced in something like, you know, uh, seven to 12 years or something like that. Yeah. And it's just kind of like that, that person, like, you know. It, the natural processes have ship of Theseus to you, you know, into who you are today, you know? Um, OTS, yo. So, so, yeah, it's it's just like, you know, change is, change is natural. And, like, if, and I, I think people should want to, like, explore it and should be curious about, like, who they are because, like, so often we are just, we are just not who we think we are. And um, I don't think your kid is gonna mind too much if you have interests. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, it, my dad likes my dad likes golf. Yeah, I mean, you, <laughs> you either click weird. or you don't. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, on transformation because this is a TF Tuesday podcast. I wanted. I've actually been wanting to ask this question for a while because sure. it's something I've been thinking about recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you, I mean, you can all answer this if you want, but do you think that, uh, like drawing transformation or just being a part of the community, like us doing this podcast, do you think that, uh, in this day and age or maybe the future, it is like popular and consistent and, and widespread enough to be something that is like completely profitable, especially for you, Iathis, as like, uh, a homeowner and stuff like you need to support more than just yourself. Yeah, I need this is this has been one of the questions that I've been asking myself recently, you know, like I'm um I'm I'm not very well known, but like it's it's I'm at a I'm at a point in life that things are things are kind of scary and I'm just uh 
I'm just a creative person and I want to live my life creatively. Um, and when it comes to like, you know, can it be, you know, broad enough and, and, uh, and accepted well enough that there's like, you know, jobs for, you know, every, every artist that wants one, I'm, I, I just don't know. What I do know is that I see people in this space that are very, uh, successful, you know, um, that have, you know, Patreons that, that pay them thousands of dollars every time that they've, you know, released something like monthly or some, or, or, you know, whatever the, the specific deal happens to be. I know that there are people that are making bank off of content, uh, of, of this type. You just have to be of like a certain caliber and you have to be, you know, of, uh, of, of, of certain connections probably. And I don't know what those are. And like, maybe this, uh, this podcast will help, you know, connect, connect people a little, a little bit better across that space. But, um, but yeah, I hope so. yeah, I, I hope so too. And I think generally like it's, um, it's, it's a good idea to, um, to kind of start in a space like this, in a specialist space, like as an artist in a niche space, as an artist because the niche lovers of this stuff have infinite demand for it they will eat it up (laughs) any day of the week i know i will i know i will oh i will yeah i I listen back to these yeah precisely you listen back to these and or or you you revisit old art or something like that and and you just keep going back and you have an endless hunger for like just coming back for more so like you know that that that's that is a that is an inflexible demand, so to speak. You know, from an from an economic, you know, standpoint. Um, and just like be. When I was, just, uh, sorry. No, it's and and I was uh, just gonna say, just because of that, it's it's going to be like there there are going to be opportunities that there are going to be more opportunities within this space than you know maybe maybe some other space. So. I will say. Uh, uh, Doing creative stuff for a living is going to be difficult, like always. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the same as like stocking shelves or like working at an assembly line or delivering pizza, you know. Uh, there's like emotional stuff involved with like creation. Oh, yeah. That can put a wrench into the works a lot of the time, but. When I was working pizza delivery and I was absolutely miserable and I was just doing fur yard on the side, I, I I ran the numbers in my head every day repeatedly that, like, if I drew this much a day and it wouldn't even be that much and I was consistent and I treated it like a job, then, like, yeah, I could make an, enough money not only to get by but to, like, like flourish even as long as I kept that going, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have been like fairly successful, like more, like more recently, not so much, but I'm trying, but like, um, if you can keep the content flowing and you don't like lose your spirit or whatever, or fall into one of the hundreds of potholes that can afflict a creative person about their own work, uh, you can make a decent living. And like you said, like there, there is an infinite demand for this stuff Mm because everyone like not only wants art from you, like they want multiple art from you Mm because with transformation themed stuff, like 
they could even get almost the exact same thing with you just with a little difference and it makes it a very different art piece to them you know mm-hmm. and uh that's it's the miracle of furry art and tf art especially like mm-hmm. it's amazing yeah and the the built the built-in narrative of uh transformation occurring it means that like showing it sequentially or in a long comic is like the optimal way to show it off in the best possible way yep. and that equals like larger projects like more money like like more consistent work you know uh Sorry i think that. it's honest it's honestly a pretty lucky like hole i've fallen into with like my personal interests and wanting to do art and uh yeah. i need to learn to appreciate that a little more um like once I get back on my feet with production, you know. Um, yeah, and it's I, it's real it's really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm, for I sure. feel like all four of us are going to get back on the train here, and I think a lot of people are after these past few years. I'll just say, I, I certainly like, hope so. I feel like I'm yeah. doing pretty I, well. But yeah, 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 I, I think... did. I did lose my house a couple of years ago, so don't listen to me too much. <laughs> yeah, like, well, I, I mean, I, th- I think I think the world is ready to be over with this, like, nonsense, and it might take us till 2024 to, like, really get back to normal. But I think likely. there, I think there will be a point where we're, where there's just going to be the, even right now, there's just kind of like a building up mass of, like, you know, we want to be so done with this. Like there might be, we might have another, like the end of this decade is going to be considered like the second roaring twenties because like everybody was just so happy to like not have the, the gigantic shadow <laughs> of the pandemic hanging over them every day of their lives, you know, like it is right now. Um, so yeah, I think, I think there, I think that there is something like um, prosperity yeah. moving forward into the, into the future. You know, but um, but I'm 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 going to I'm going to hedge it back just a little and say that like, you know, I I think that I want to you know I've always wanted to be con- uh creative, uh and and successful off of that off of that creativity, and I don't want to be pigeonholed into like the guy that only does that one type of thing, um, you know, uh yeah. I I I want to be I want to be a little more flexible. If you only do like that that one type of thing, you know, like and and if you rock it hard enough, then yeah, like you could be one of the one of the rock stars of this like community that are that is just like pulling in, you know, a, a living, you know? Like it's not no one's becoming a billionaire off of this stuff obviously. Um but, you know, like you can you can pull something comparable to like a living. I've and and I've and I've seen it, you know, like um. Oh, it, even a good living, like yeah, not even a just like meager living, like I'm talking, like a nice apartment or house. Yeah, and I I a, you know lots of spending money, you know. Yeah, I mean, and just and just having, just being able to get like, being able to provide for yourself and get yourself something nice every once in a while. That's really all I I'll. I think anyone wants to do, you know, is just like make sure that they have what they need. Yes. And then get something a little bit extra every once in a while. And like, just let that be enough, you know? Um, yeah. I, uh, I, I learned I, I, a very important lesson from my parents where like they had for when they were doing well, they had very fancy jobs and we, we lived in a very, very large house and they were very, like they were 
like very upper middle class people that appeared impressive, but like boy behind the scenes, my folks were like miserable, miserable people that had zero fun, no enjoyment, like just absolutely like glum and empty all the time. And I would much rather be uh, poor and be passionate about things and have, you know, feel excitement, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, I don't, I don't, I don't think I need a whole lot to, to be happy as long as I can draw and, I'm not like in danger of like starving, you know, like mm -hmm. that's really all that I I need to, to go on. I same. Think. Big same. I think <laughs> I'm personally a little bit different. Like I want to be known. Like, uh, I, I feel like my ultimate goal in life is like, I, I want to die my third death as late as possible. Uh, and if, <laughs> yeah. if if people don't know what that means, it's like your first death is when you die. Your second death is when everybody close to you dies. And your third death is when you're forgotten. I know that's really morbid, mm -hmm. but um, mm -hmm. I... Yeah, you want like a legacy. You yeah. Want something that yeah, lives exactly. around when you're gone. It's part of the mm -hmm. reason I'm personally invested in this podcast, because I want it to be something that, that people can remember me by. Mm-hmm. Um, mm -hmm. For yeah, sure. I remember Even if talking... you build up a giant, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. You do. Even if you do build up a giant, impressive for affinity gallery, if you if you do like suddenly pass away and then like, like whoops, the fur affinity servers got nuked or they went out of business <laughs> and the website isn't around. Oh, like all that art's just gone. You know. I know that's sad. And uh, like I I need I need to find some way to like archive like super ultra double archive my stuff because like i have it backed up in so many places but there's still only one place people can actually look at it and that's for affinity and that might be might be a problem you gotta put it on the blockchain bro <laughs> <laughs> not that this is the second time in a row we've mentioned the blockchain <laughs> i want to do i, I, I want to move this, on to viewer questions I, now i, I will dive I into that some other time um but I yeah. just want to say let's let's all make our names absolutely synonymous with TF so that we can never be forgotten because TF will be the way <laughs> NTFs? Of the future. Yeah. NTF? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> TF NFTs. Oh this no. Is gonna be, okay. this, you wanna talk uh, about making money as an artist. We're gonna oh, look no back way. on this conversation in ten years and be like, why did we talk about that? <laughs> it's on a pyramid, it's a tri it's a triangle of, of profitability. We're going to look back in 10 years and be like, we should have caught this train. <laughs> what are we doing? I'm, Making fun of it. I'm we just such idiots. That's the other. I'm just going to. That's the other potential outcome. Oh, God. I don't want I'm that just going to gonna say outcome. one. I'm just going to say one sentence. What that both mm. outcomes suck? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just want to say one thing. Right before this podcast, I saw on Twitter that someone is currently uh, advertising an NFT island in Fiji that you can buy property on with uh, Ethereum, and it's going to be like, like an like a crypto community that's like self-serving yeah, and self-sufficient. We and, saw uh, the video. The crypto community, <laughs> it, the cyberpunk crypto community. The website looked exactly like what they were doing for Fire Festival. Fire Festival. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm oh. if that. Uh, if that goes anywhere besides just give me some money and then I'm going to run away with it, like if they actually do that, I'm very much looking forward to what a flaming train wreck that is going to be. That sounds hilarious. If it even gets that far. 
We'll have it to see it so far. Like, It'll resort anyway. to crypto cannibalism. Crypto cannibalism. They just add look, crypto look. into the front of everything. This is my crypto look. house. I'm making my crypto tea. Look, guys, it might work, okay? It might work. <laughs> it might work, all right? Uh, I'm so sorry that we're going on so many tangents this episode. Let's do viewer questions. Look, sure. Yeah, viewer enough, questions. Enough, questions. enough NFTs. Let's talk about CTFs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I would. I'd love it. But, you know, that's up to you guys. <laughs> let's let's if you want to bring it up bring it up in a in an answer to a question and i'm gonna go with the first question <laughs> on the list that i made <laughs> um which is from madame chakat i think that's how you say it uh and it is what detail makes a good tf piece excellent the art equivalent of a cherry on top so to speak and uh i think iathisk should go first what makes it what makes it a cherry on top um a good for me personally uh i love a good uh tail explosion <laughs> <laughs> i thought you'd say that's, that one <laughs> that's me i do too <laughs> did I, I think about tails i think about iathis did i steal and mograt did and i Mograt's. steal anyone's anyone's answer <laughs> probably stole mograt's answer <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i know me and mograt kind of kind of share that that's that's uh one thing that makes it kind of like chef's kiss for me like mwah, yeah i like that I like fair that enough yeah you know, i um, saw the comic you made recently the panel where you did that is very good it's very well made. It's oh, very nice. You. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's it's where I want to put a, like a lot of my effort because like I'm very um sensation kind of oriented. Like if I mm. can communicate that through like my comics and my characters like facial expressions and and like what happens and like you know, I I know that uh, in another podcast like uh, onomatopoeias were mentioned and I love them. I love them so much. Like maybe I mean some people might be like annoyed by like comic book style like, you know, k- sproings or whatever, you know, like but <laughs> crick and crack and pop and all I that. I love them so much. Oh, like I love it too. that's oh, yeah. that's another that's like um that's like the whipped cream. But yeah, the cherry on top is definitely <laughs> fair enough. What about you? Well, the whipped cream is Byron. something else. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whipped cream. I, I, I can't help it. It's who I am. All right. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm gonna maybe cheat a little and like combine two answers into one. I would say, I really like when someone tfing is like talking about the things that they're feeling while they're tfing, mm. or like also like touching parts of their body as they're tfing like examining or like just feeling so like touching your tail with your changing hand as it grows Mm -hmm. you know that kind of thing like anything where they're self-referencing and describing internally what they're feeling to someone that's watching Mm, that's good to the viewer like i I see a lot of tfs where someone is tfing and they just kind of have a blank expression on their face oh this is happening to me it's like they're not even actually it kind of bugs me when a tf happens and they just don't notice it happening (laughs) does that make sense yeah i i can't get into art that where that is the case i I, it doesn't that doesn't do anything for me i need to see that the person is having an, an emotional and physical reaction to to what's happening 
and not just making yeah, they... a beauty face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. They need to be feeling it, you know, because I can I imagine TF being one of the most like viscerally sent visceral sensations you could experience, whether it's pleasure or pain or anything in between. Like, mm-hmm. I can't imagine anything more intense. So that's where I stand. Well, that really that just it for me. well, that just happened. <laughs> Scrunch what up about my Nike screen? Yeah. Sorry. What about my shoes? <laughs> um, how about you, Altered? What do you think um, is your cherry on top? Mine's mine's a little similar to what Kabara was just saying, but uh, the thing that comes to mind for me is like uh, like a good. A good piece of TF art should stand on its own and, like, clearly be what it is. You know, you look at it and, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's showing someone turning into something and, you know, you, you and you like it. Wow, this is, this is descriptive. <laughs> it's uh, okay. But <laughs> it's all good. What, what can make it a lot more meaningful to me is if the, like, if the artist is, like, like really into the idea so much so that they might actually like type a little mini story under it, just describing things about it, or even just like making it like a small, a short TF story to read that, that. Uh, the artist accompanied by, uh, mm-hmm. and like describing the person's like inner monologue or feelings or reactions, uh, along with the, the excellent art that is already there. I feel that can make something like, way more in like memorable and intense for me and it makes me like remember it and keep coming back to look at it again and uh without and like like it doesn't have to like be a story but uh just the character's reaction their their facial expression is very important to me because uh Mm -hmm. you can do a lot with just the look on their face and how that may or may not change from stage to stage of the TF. Yes. Uh, tell like kind of making it a story in a way. Um, I and, uh, yeah, that's yeah, absolutely. I love all that. Also, also, uh, I really like it when the changes are almost done and there's like dialogue of like like their human voice kind of going away and they're just making animal noises or Pokemon sounds and I <laughs> that that <laughs> yes. make, that make, that really makes me like go crazy. I don't, I. Like, it's, like, symbolic or something. It, it's just, like, really powerful to me. Mm-hmm. I guess my my answer is kind of two things that are, like, kind of the one thing. It's when... I guess it's also based on what you were just saying, Zangi, but I love it when someone's transforming and they've kind of, like, really lost themselves, but then they kind of, like, regain a little bit of of dignity or whatever, like, just before the end, and then they eventually just give it up. Um, like a, a moment yeah. of clarity, I think is what mm. a lot of people call it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's yeah. a lot of Arania sequences that go that way where they're changing and trying to resist, and they actually manage to like get it to reverse a little bit. But of course, inevitably, because you know, it's what you're here for. You know, it it eventually fails, and they just tf even harder. You know, and go yeah. even further. You know, it would, pressure building up. Although, it would be the worst would, kind of anticlimax. To go through an entire <laughs> thing, and then someone's just like, "Oh no, nope, I resisted." Uh, how hilarious would it? The- how hilarious would it be to like draw, draw an entire comic where like someone partially changes and like, "No, I don't want to be this," and then they, 
and do revert succeed. to human and everything's fine. That's and a great fine. Phew, that was close. Oh my god, that's a great April. <laughs> and then they're like, idea. I need. And then they regret it for the rest of their life because they're like, oh my god, I could have been a dragon or something. I want to explore this in a creative project. I wish I had the time. Oh my god, I'm gonna. I might do it <laughs> yeah, for April. Man. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Oh my oh, god. Oh yeah, you post this idea. huge sequence leading so, up yeah. to April and then like on the day <laughs> on, on oh, the first like day of April you're they're like right nope, about it's all the good. climax. And then they just the, oh they revert in like five panels. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I hate I, I usually hate April Fools, but that would actually be a pretty funny tradition for TF <laughs> artists to do that. Uh just be a huge tease oh, that'd be and amazing. let everyone down. <laughs> oh my god, anti TF, that'd be so funny. Yeah. Ah. Uh, no. Some. Oh, I. I think. I. It was. It was weird. I don't. Um. I don't know if this is like necessarily related to anything, but I remember looking at um the the statistics on like one of my comics pages once, and I remember thinking about like um one of the comics I make a character reverts, and for some reason that page is like has oddly like more views. So some people are definitely into yeah. reversion. So like maybe I've, like if we could get a guest into into that that would be very interesting. But I wonder, yeah. have you guys have you guys ever seen a sequence where a character's reverting back to human and you just look at it in a reverse yes. order and you pretend they're TF? Yes, and- yes. <laughs> I always do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know yeah. what? It works for me. I just pretend I'm reading manga at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> On to the next question from Necronomicon. Uh, I think that's who it is. They've been abbreviated as Neko in the in the note, and I and I'm pretty sure it's him because or them, sorry, because they they ask a lot of questions, and I really appreciate it. But um, or it could be like a Japanese kitty boy. It could be. I have no idea. Either is acceptable. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I've like completely just butchered everything about who you are as a person. I apologize. <laughs> um, but what do you think is the best way of keeping a fully transformed character? recognizable or reminiscent of their previous form uh i will start with kolbara because i know you talk about this a lot yes so i do have some specific answers on this that i think are anatomically important uh so hairstyle is the number one like it's pretty obvious if you're designing a character if your hairstyle is the same before and after it's gonna look a lot like the same person that's not always applicable though because species sometimes don't have hair or you know they don't the person doesn't want to have hair so other things um second thing absolutely the eyes uh keep the eyes the same is generally a good bet unless you're going for something very inhuman and different a couple other things if you're getting really into nitty-gritty i would say there's three of them and it's weird, but like the first one I'd say is the jawline is actually really incredibly important. Like the chin and the jawline really defines a person. Mm. Uh, very, very much. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, second thing is eyebrows, or at least the area above your eyes if you don't have hairy eyebrows. But that also really, really defines a person's like complexion. And then the third thing is, like, surprisingly enough, nostril shape. I'm not trying to go overboard. I'm just so, trying uh, yeah. to say. <laughs> Dang, you just posted something have... in the thing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> just made me laugh. Oh, God. 
<laughs> is that the magic school bus? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is yeah. nice. There's nicely done. A picture of all the magic school bus kids as animals, and you know what? They've they've actually kept their likenesses really, really uh, consistent, which is surprising. It's, it's exactly what Kabora said: the eyes and the yeah. hairstyle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And like, they're all really animally in the picture too. It's not like they're just, I don't know, furries. They look like animals, but themselves. Yeah, I weird. love that kind of thing. But that's my answer. Okay. Uh, how about you, Zangi? Well, uh, Kabar just gave like seventy answers. I know. <laughs> this is a little hard. I, um, why do you, I you give so many I, answers all the time? I should um, have you lost. <laughs> The lazy answer like, is just is just have their hair, and uh, I, I I see a lot of TF artists do that, and you know it is effective. But uh, what's much much harder to replicate, but I think would be cool if like it would be cool to analyze if TF were like an actual thing in real life is like mannerisms or like physical tics that you had as a human that are being replicated in an animal body somehow, just like the way you carry yourself, like. Mm the way you like may or may not make eye contact, you know, to the point where like somebody could see you as in a completely animal body, but they can just tell it's you because you're acting like how y- yeah. you act, you know? And I, uh, yeah. that's almost impossible to show in like still art, I guess, but it it is something I think about sometimes. That's cool. Like yeah. if you're resting your head on your hand, whether you rest it on the palm of your hand or, uh, on like the knuckles in the top of the hand or paw, you know? Yes. Or it'd be weird. It'd be weird. Like if you said something embarrassing or cringy around a cat and actually like rolled its eyes and did the head motion like a human <laughs> would and how creepy that would be. <laughs> That'd be so creepy. Yeah, man. Uh, I, my answer is also something that's like hard to do visually, but it would be like your accent. Um, when you're talking, if you were able to talk as an animal, then if you had a say this like a similar accent, I would want to still be Australian because I think that that's unique for me in this context, at least of the podcast. Mm. And I don't, I haven't found a lot of Australian furries. There's been a lot of European and American ones, but I feel alone sometimes. But anyway, um, I also think that like keeping the same eyes as you did as a human would be very powerful because I. Uh, I just I just think you can see a lot of somebody in their eyes and maybe that's also the shape around their eyes that that makes that so distinct but if I see a dragon and it has like like round uh irises and uh pupils and stuff I'd be like okay um and like blue <laughs> blue iris round pupil that's what I meant uh I think seeing the human eyes on a transformed uh beast would be uh telling and I like the idea, I tweeted this last year, uh, I like the idea of, um, like, you being on the news as, like, a, a monster or whatever, and then, them, like, the cameraman just, like, zooming in on the face, and then there's, like, people watching at home, and it's like, oh, that's David. Um, <laughs> yeah. <that's... laughs> oh, God, I yeah. love Oh, that. he's doing it again. <laughs> um, yeah. H- how about you, Iathisk? I know we've probably taken all the answers. Uh, you, you've mentioned most of the answers, um, but here's, here's what I have, uh, in, in addition, there are nine major features of the human head and where you, yeah. And where, and where, where the difference counts, you guys covered most of it already. 
Um, so it's it's the it's the brow ridge. Uh, it's the nose wedge, the shape of the nose. Uh, it's the eye sockets, and especially the eyes. Um, you know, located in that. Um, you've got you've got mouth shape. You've got chin shape. You've got the angle of the jaw. You've got um, the placement of their ears. Um, you've got well, what have I failed to name? So, so like, uh, I think that might be nine. I think that's yeah. I mean, it's it's close. Like the the it's it's either nine or close to nine. I'm sorry if I've forgotten something. Oh, um, cheekbones, like you know, um, stuff like that. All of that, all of that area around the eye is super important. Um, yeah, uh, it, it's probably like the number one thing that I think you could if you omit the hairstyle. Like the the hairstyle is like a simple you know thing that you can that you can carry over if you if you want to do that. If you want to maintain like kind of like if you want an easy way of maintaining like recognizability, just draw the exact same eyes and the exact same hair, and you got it. Um, but you know if you if you want to go a bit deeper than that. Uh, explore the facial structure because like the widths are different the the shapes are different you know like if you can you can dive into like facial anatomy um and how it changes over the course of like aging you know for one example of how like a face can maintain similar proportions but look very different as time progresses but still recognizable as, as the same person so yeah those those kind of my answers to that like uh, just you know keep keep track of the of of the face and its proportions those that's probably the most important thing and then the other things you know like kind of kind of all fall behind you know like um mannerisms are a huge one you know again hard to depict in in still art um but yeah, I, but that could be something that like a, a ton of like the most popular like TF pieces are are ones that are still aren't accompanied by a story in the image. So mm-hmm. like that's totally something that that you can do. In fact, that's something that I wanted to to experiment with. I need to do that yeah, at some right. point during a project. That's a great answer, man. But yeah, here's the next question from Sam the Apollo Wolf. What would you do? I love I love this one because I'm into this. What would you do if you had to go through a slow transformation, being either a whole day long or up to a week or a month, maybe even a year or more? If so, what do you think uh, would be the suckiest part and the best part about a tr- a very very long transformation? Uh, I changed the question a little bit because I feel like that makes it more open-ended. Oh, oh, yeah, and I've also got to choose who to answer first, huh? I'll do me. I'll do me. The suckiest part would be if you are growing into something with less fingers and you have to try and figure out how to exist with less fingers and also if those fingers have claws on them. Uh, 100%. And for me, the best part would be everything else. Um, and I can't really, I like just being, becoming what you want to become like that, that is the best part to me. And I know other people will probably have a more specific answer. Uh, but I, I can't, I can't think of one thing. It's like the entire transformation would be the best part for me. How about. There's nothing wrong with being psyched. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm psyched. Yeah. <laughs> what about your answer? Uh, Zangi. 
Well, uh, like, I like the idea of a slow transformation gradually, like, allowing you to see, like, really take in, like, what's happening, you know? Uh, as far as positivity goes, like, and what I would do, like, I would, like, I would probably, like, take photos of myself, like, every day or half day or whatever, uh, so I could, like, have one of those, like, transition videos, like a time-lapse, just, like, showing, like, the changes over time to my mm -hmm. to my face or my whole body, you know, and how cool that would be. Uh, the What I think the most irritating part would be was, uh, like, with your, your legs and your feet, like, uh, altering in one way or another, unless you were just, like, the most human-y anthro ever, there's going to be a lot of difficulty, uh, like, walking and being mobile and just being able to carry your body around if your feet are stretching and your 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 like thighs are getting huge or smaller and like you're like there's probably some middle stages that are super fucked up where you'd be barely be able to get around at all uh if if, if it's going as slow as as it is you know and you might have to like be in the rascal scooter or something when you get groceries for a while <laughs> yeah that's awesome Super adjustment period, but I'll I'll stop talking there so that uh, everyone else has, has <laughs> still has material. Fair enough. How about you, Iathisk? Uh, what would? Okay, um, I think especially any extra, if uh, if if the form being changed into has any additional, uh, limbs or something something like that those would probably be like among the most hard because like uh, over over such a long period of uh, of time like it's it seems like it's um it's long enough to be really really inconvenient but not long enough to be able to uh, adjust like uh your your clothing or lifestyle around uh, mm. i think i think those would be kind of like the most annoying even if it was something like uh exhilarating like oh like wings i like wings ah, <laughs> so cool <laughs> but such a freaking hassle if it takes like a week or longer <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can't even imagine like having to figure out how to sleep again like i already have difficulty finding a comfortable position when i'm yeah. sleeping i can't like that would be oh worth it though. especially with like, a what? long neck or something yeah worth oh. it yeah <laughs> Like yeah, like one of my very much one of my common TF fantasies is uh, Mewtwo. I draw Mewtwo TF a lot, you know, mm. and uh, I always assumed if I had that form, like he has the like, the big useless blorpy fingers that you can't really do anything with. But you know, with like the imagined psychic powers that would come with it, you kind of compensate for it, you know. But mm -hmm. when would that part come in, and would it be before my hands became kind of useless? Like, would there be a long period where? I can't do anything like with my hands. I can't push any buttons. I can't use any controllers or remotes or keyboards. You know, that'd be a great. Yes. Yeah, that'd be a great. It's called comic. Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> you just take a Thursday. Like it's the worst, isn't it? Like it's Thursday. It's that Thursday. Would, uh, you don't Thursday. have your psychic powers yet, and your hands are useless. <laughs> I'd love that as like a, a comic idea, or like a, someone taking care of somebody turning into something like that. Uh, that'd be amazing. So our last thing I'll mention, a little bed for him. 
I saw a comic, a TF comic once where someone was becoming a dog or a canine or something, and they were just trying to open the front door of their house, but their hands just at that moment became paused and they were like wrestling with it. And it showed it in great detail, like how much of a pain in the ass it was to like get their door open <laughs> and the characters like cursing and just like freaking out and like getting really pissed off. And like, I found that really entertaining. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get to see, you don't get to see that amount of detail usually. No. And it's, uh, it's great when you see it. How about you? Anyway. I don't know why I said your oh, name like that. I appreciate it. <laughs> I will say I'll try and take it in a different, uh, slightly different direction. I'd say the worst part about it would maybe be the social aspect. Interesting. Because you can deal with the physical things, but I mean, even if you have a really supportive family and all that, like just the constant questions, yeah, and strange looks from people and being barred from certain things, because uh, I might. I don't know the the bad things about the physical shifting. They would suck. Don't get me wrong. Like mm-hmm. Not being able to type easily on the internet or drive a car, that kind of thing, that sucks. But I think I would actually relish some of the like clumsiness and lack of dexterity of a new body. And like it wouldn't all be good, mind you. But it would be kind of I I don't know. I think I'd still want to feel my changing body a lot. <laughs> yeah. As far as some of the good stuff uh for a long tf specifically um really getting to sense your mental state shift and like really explore that i guess and really being able to see the difference between when you started as human versus when you're fully transformed and every step in between really get a feel for like how your mind works because i imagine that'd be really really intense yeah, I that's actually um I've been thinking about it since I answered it too quickly at the beginning. Like I think my actual favorite part of it would be similar to that. It would be getting to experience every single change as its own thing uh without being distracted by the rest of your body changing all at the same time. Mm. Uh you would Yeah, definitely. You would have like little surprises every couple of days. I think that would be amazing. Yeah, like you wake, wake you, up with your you go, yeah. Like you'd you'd be excited after you woke up to like check yourself out and see what happened this time, you know. Mm. It it would oh, uh, massively. Like if that went on for a year, uh, that would be like the best year of my life, man. I'd be like, I'd be so happy every single day. It'd be awesome. Yeah, I uh, I don't know if I've touched on this too much on the podcast, but my favorite kind of transformation, if it was to happen to me in real life, it would be something similar to like, uh, like a like how gender transition works currently in the world uh like something really slow that you have to pay a lot of attention to and like uh, really uh like read up about so that it doesn't like happen in the wrong way or you don't like mess it up somehow i i just i like the idea of having to pay a lot of attention to it for a very long time um i'd love to read like a fictional like 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 a like a fake nonfiction book of like how to deal with like species transition and like what like what you need to be prepared for and how it you know what's gonna happen and like how to deal with it in a healthy manner like some kind of like instructional like text that obviously isn't you know applicable to real life but like in a fictional universe where it was possible like i'd love I'd love to like read a book like that 
I've done stuff Same. like that God. before. Um, I think um, I don't know if uh, I don't know if you 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 follow my my work all that closely, but like um, I did. I did a medicine bottle with like a, a, a supplement fax on it. <laughs> and uh, I remember I did something like that with the, the very, the very, very first TF comic I ever uploaded and drew. I had a, it was like a TF drug the guy was taking and I had a lot of fun, like making the label for it and just writing as seriously as I could, just like a pharmaceutical sounding summary of like turning into a Luxray or whatever it was like. That, that's a lot of fun. I have an idea I want to share with you guys once the podcast is over, but uh, yeah, that really sounds like a, a a cool thing, like how to like take care of your tail, like tail care after, <laughs> or like how to how to raise an egg, you know? <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, the next question is from uh. Spunky the Skunk, which is a fantastic name. Yes. Uh, and he said, uh, they said, I should say. If I've been saying he a lot, it's just because that's how I was conditioned to talk when I grew up, and I'm trying to get out of that. Um, you oppressor. I hate you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Patriarchy. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> you guys talk about transforming in real life, and one of you said you'd use your new form to work as a mascot. What other forms of gaining money do you think you'd use if you found a way to shapeshift in real life? Uh, I'm going to ask Iathisk first again. Crime. Crime? (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. No, it's, um, it's, it's just interesting. So like, um, this isn't, this isn't, um, so I, I have, I have a private discord server that it's just me uh and it is my server of sins and i <laughs> it's where it's where i'm allowed to do anything and get away with it uh and i have a lot of criminal fantasies i'm not going to lie um and uh, and a good amount of them involve you know being able to uh shapeshift and uh, get away with stuff um yeah. That's not, like this. that's, it's, it's kind of, that's, ugh, I'm not super serious about that. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not terribly serious about that, but it's just, it's just part of like, uh, the fantasy. I don't, I don't actually want to do anyone like any like lasting like harm or anything like that. But if, uh, if you imagine you could be like, sort of like the, the shape shifting Robin Hood or something like that, that sounds kind of cool to me, honestly. <laughs> But yeah, um, so like, otherwise, like, uh, you know, you you could, um, you could be like, okay, I've got to be something like an internet sensation and I need a publicist and I need as many eyes on me as possible and as many, um, fans, you know, between me and haters as possible, you know, to kind of uh, protect myself and to kind of like emerge into society, and then I could go on like talk shows and stuff. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so those are my two answers. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Love them. Love them. Never heard of the. Cr- I never even thought about the criminal one before. But yeah, that's interesting. Uh, how about you, Zangi? Uh, I would probably give a different answer for this depending on like what time of day it was, mm-hmm. but uh the thought I had just now was just like 
What if you had like a brothel or something like that <laughs> where the like the escorts that work there could like turn into anything and like how astronomical could your fees be for such a thing? Very. To be like, oh, you, like, like, do you want to have a night out with like Ranamon? Because we can make that happen. It's very expensive, though, you know. <laughs> I've actually read but, a story about that where someone turns into a Lugia and like does stuff and like strips on stage as they're like trans or after they're transformed. So hey, that's a really like cool idea. Actually, and, I uh, like that. My my mind went from that to a very dark and kind of sad answer, but I still want to say it. Of uh. Okay. Like, what if you could use your abilities to just, like, become someone's, like, wife that left them and, like, pretend that everything's still fine, you know, for, like, some really desperate, sad person, you know? Mm -hmm. You could make a lot of money doing that, for sure. Somebody, somebody like Bill, like Bill from King of the Hill would, uh, like, appreciate something like that, you know? (laughs) That's not really... That's not as TFE as I would like, though. Uh, human to human TF. Who cares? Wow. Yeah. These are answers that are deep and that I had never considered before. <laughs> yeah, man. I didn't think we'd be getting this deep here. Uh, Do you want to go next? Yeah, I'll go next. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. My, my, my answer is definitely not as as dark as that. And I don't even know if this was like... Uh, answer the last i think we've talked about this on the podcast before i really do so i'm sorry but i would um i would be a uh a streamer i would just stream and i think Mm. that having a face cam on and literally doing anything um would get me attention i definitely have talked about that before Mm -hmm. um now would would you tf on stream or would you just be post tf on stream i'd probably do both yeah I mean, it uh, it depends on what the TOS becomes, I guess. Like, are you allowed to TF on the stream? I mean, if it's on Twitch, probably not. Like, uh, maybe I'd do I'd, it on, I'd on love, YouTube. I'd love to see someone do, like, a Dark Souls playthrough using the useless Dragonoid form yes. while physically being a Dragonoid in real life and that just being, <laughs> like... A funny theme playthrough. I, that would be awesome. I'd love doing. I'd love doing Dark Souls, and every time you die, you have to change more into whatever, and um, it becomes more annoying as you go on because you have less and less grip on the controller, stuff like that. <laughs> uh, I'm eventually just a humanity. Uh, I like that, like a black floating thing with googly eyes with no limbs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or a dragon butt. <laughs> oh yeah, little so... oh, baby. Oh that's, baby, that's my that's my answer. I I'd also be interested in like having a, a wildlife photography business and like working kind of covertly with somebody who like is the most famous photographer in the world because they seem to be able to photograph every single rare animal in existence. Mm. Um, yeah, kind of like like Peter yeah. Parker and Spider Man. Yeah, <laughs> that's <what I> do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would just become like all these all these weird rare animals uh, and. Uh, and be fake, uh, fake photography for them. Uh, but nobody be would awesome. be able to say that they're edited because they're not. That uh, would <laughs> that would frustrate the scientific community to no end. Yeah. Like they're trying to get an accurate count of like the species and what's actually extinct or not. And here you are turning into like extinct animals. <laughs> yeah, they see like a and popping and back like, on the radar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like dinosaurs, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> can I can I tell you something that based off your answer that made me like tingle a little yeah. bit? Yeah. Is the idea of like pre photo shoot they'd be like grooming whatever animal form you'd be in and like prettying you up <laughs> and that would be really, really like I'm just gonna say it, hot and cool and cute. <laughs> <That'd be> like, <laughs> I would do that with a potential <laughs> sure. um uh, if you ever saw the movie Watchmen, when like that blue Doctor Manhattan dude is going to be on TV, and they're like, "Your shade of blue, it's not going to show up on TV well enough," and he's just like, "Oh, how's this?" and he like he just like changes the hue of his skin like yeah. on the spot, and like, "Oh yeah, that, that's much that's much better, thank you." <laughs> um, I like that a lot. How about you, Colbara? Because I did I I don't know who I've asked and who I haven't because my brain is is weakening. No, not Colbara's next. I'm, I think I'm, I'm okay. Up. Good. Yep. I'm slowly yeah. turning into a kobold as we speak, and my brain is weakening. Well, That's a good tell, thing. tell yourself you're the podcast kobold. It'll help you keep focused. Okay. Yes, good. And the podcast kobold. Um, I'm the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you certainly are. I would say that I would probably. Let me think here. I would be more sensual about it i would want to open up like a tf parlor that i could transform others like the answer depends on whether i'm becoming like my ideal self Mm. i guess kolbara Mm -hmm. or if i'm just transforming into some animal or whatnot but if i'm becoming my ideal self i'd open up like a business where i could transform people probably temporarily and i could do it i'd offer multiple options that would be how in-depth they'd want the TF to be. So I could just like lightly massage them and change them, or it could get real down and dirty and sensual and sexual if they wanted, you know? You're making me tingle. That way. <laughs> <laughs> well, with your whole VR sculpting thing, I can imagine. Oh, my God. <laughs> Please let that be reality. Like, oh, God. I would love that, and I would love people coming to me to get TF. That would make me so happy. Mm-hmm. And I'll throw one other thing out there that's kind of, I thought would be able to make you, it's kind of based off what I think Adam said, uh, like becoming someone's pet, you know? Mm. Like, I'm sure some people would pay a lot of money to have like a crocodile as a pet that isn't dangerous <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> That depends on if you're okay with getting, like, if you're okay with being someone's pet. I, I imagine that would be really annoying. It Some, might be. I know I know people with that fantasy. So, like, yeah, like, yeah. guaranteed I mean, there are some a, people... I've had that fantasy myself. ...that would 100% jump into being a pet for the rest of their life. They don't even care if their lifespan is, like, reduced or something. That's just what they want to be. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I yeah, I understand that. Nope. I get that. Only thing would be like you gotta choose your uh, master carefully. Mm-hmm. Yes, else you're gonna get stuck with some like squeezy little grabby kids that like pinch you all the time oh, and throw God. you everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, now we are on to the last of the viewer questions for today, and this one's from Ulysses Duckler, which is great. I love that. Name. Um, <laughs> when you transform into something without arms or legs, I love this. What do you imagine it's like to try and use your limbs? 
Do the muscles for your appendages get transferred into moving new parts of your body, or is it like phantom limb syndrome, and your parts don't react to any of the mental commands as a human body? Which do you prefer? Um, I am going to choose altered first. Okay, well, uh, my opinion is that, like, like if you become a snake or something, like, the muscles and, like, actions that a snake does are, like, so alien and so unique that, like, I don't think there is any analog in the human brain mm. that's appropriate, you know? And uh, I do agree that, like, a phantom limb syndrome would probably exist, but uh, I would hope, I always hope that in a TF like that, like, your your altered brain would have like the instincts and just responses that would make your body make sense to you but it would be something like a, a human in a human state like couldn't possibly comprehend or understand uh but yeah that's how probably. i think of it anyway yeah fair enough uh mm-hmm. i really like the idea of your brain remapping things uh and until you get used to your new body you kind of have to like like if you change into a a dragon it's like okay squeezing the back muscles in my back are what the wings are and that's how i have to map them in my brain or like if you're turning into a i don't know a an inanimate object like a, a fan or whatever you'd be like okay like the same signal for like giving you the middle finger like turns the fan on or whatever some like strange mapping <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah yeah and then what muscle do you yeah flex? exactly yeah. and you slowly get used to remapping yourself and then and then it just becomes more natural over a long period of time uh that's w- what my answer would be um how about you Iathis? Uh, just, like, sensing all of these things is giving me phantom limb syndrome right now. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. Like, um, yeah, I, I think I'm, I think I'm going to default towards, like, that. Um, because, like, um, I'm not, I'm not a massive fan of, like, losing things during TF for, like, some part, you know, like, um, I like, uh, I like certain things like cow TF, like where you lose use like dexterous use of the hands, like because they turn into hooves um, for whatever reason. That's that's really awesome to me. (laughs) But um, losing losing entire like limbs and like going to like a snake form or a worm form. It's just kind of like, oh, that that gets into the area where it's like uh, uh, it's it's a little too alien for me. And like it's I I'm. Yeah, I, I can't quite connect with that in the same way, but I I do like if if I'm, you know, if I was like like okay, you're the one that's in charge of like my snake transformation, how's it going to go? Then like, yeah, it's probably going to be like something like yeah, your your limbs are just not going to uh react anymore, you know? Like your brain's going to be basically wired the same way because I like I like keeping people people more or less like you know like they're they're conscious but they might um be unable to to help do some animal things every once in a while but they are 100 percent like yeah, conscious sure. of it and so like yeah you used to have arms and legs 
they no longer react to your commands because that is not how your body is wired anymore. <laughs> I love that. Totally. Yeah. Awesome. How about yeah. you, Kobara? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it. Do I do that? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I lean more towards the phantom limb side of things, but as I've imagined this kind of thing, like if you're growing or if you're losing limbs, then I I think some like rubbing would need to be involved and I don't mean that in a weird way. Like I seriously think you'd need to feel your new muscle groups before you could learn how to move them. Oh, yeah. Uh, like they'd kind of you'd have to feel where the nerves are before you knew where the nerves were. So you'd have to have like touch or something, but uh as far as how you'd feel your arms and your legs, like I think it's what Kynix said. You'd have to like at first trick your mind into like, okay, I'm gonna flex my biceps and my like thigh muscles to move my snake belly to go forward, but eventually you would learn to just do it naturally. Yes. Mm-hmm. Same same thing with anatomy, like uh I thought about this a lot because I've heard people describe like, well, hell, your story, kind of your Cartier story, like that was a perfect example of it, I think, and I can kind of just leave it there. Well, that hasn't been released yet. <laughs> yeah, you're ta- you've talked, you've teased that uh, at least a time or two now. <laughs> I know. I know. Kai, you got to release it. So it. I, I really got to. Well, I got to find out for it. I, I'm not going to just release it blank. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like. I don't. I want it to be like seen. I don't want it to say that like that like square with the word story in it. Yeah, I get it. Well, I'll hit you up later about that then. Okay. Because okay. <laughs> I want to hey. do that. Soon. Nice. And, uh, yeah. Me, yeah. Um. I just, yeah. I I do just want to say real quick if if the subject we just talked about is interesting and uh to you and you can get over the stigma of like reading what's technically like a kid's book uh. The Animorphs book series, like, covers that particular subject, like, immensely, like, dealing, like, dealing with lack of limbs or with new anatomy and, like, Mm. how it works in the brain and, like, how the instincts or uh, whatever, like, override the human part of you or, uh, like, what you, what needs to be done to make this or that body work. Uh, that, That book series was, like, full of that stuff constantly. It drove me crazy as a kid. And uh, those books are really good. If you've never read Animorphs, I think you deserve to read at least a couple, you know, and if you're not hooked, then like, it might not be for you. But like, I think, I think genuinely, like, it's a, I think it's a great work of fiction, honestly, like, just in general, like, because you read some things like, you can, like, uh, there's like a, 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 a multiple part, like, three hour documentary like on animorphs and like why it's amazing and you should totally like check that out if you're not going to check out if like if for whatever reason you're you're determined to never pick up an animorphs book at least watch some of those videos so that you can absorb something of like the awesomeness that is those books (laughs) ah damn yeah i still never read i think i should can i tell you something real quick about Mm -hmm. that uh, I've really wanted to read the Animorphs books. I haven't. I've read a couple passages. 
but like I've almost been hesitant to pick them up, even though I've read tons of TF stories, because I'm worried that the descriptions would be so good that it actually like instill a sense of like longing in me, if that makes any sense. Mm. Like that same feeling you get when you stare at like a dragon as a kid and are just struck in bewilderment and awe. I, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a longing for something you can't have, even though the Animorphs world is not a like very friendly one to be in. No, it is not. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. If that makes any sense to anybody, but yeah. No, that's what I got. It makes sense. And like there are other things that like I think uh from a conceptual point might stop you from picking up Animorphs altogether because like it is the story of children conscripted into a war that is much bigger than like anything that any other human has ever experienced ever so like if that disturbs you <laughs> by all means do not pick these up uh they were marketed as children's <laughs> literature uh, consider that point as well <laughs> yeah applegate knew what she was doing <laughs> crazy oh. um okay so that's the end of the viewer questions for today we are now Two hours and 40 minutes into this episode. I know, Iathis, you wanted it to be a very long episode, and so it is. I actually okay. also had people uh, um, asking for us to make it longer, which I think was amazing. Um, so yeah. today's, at least, is much longer than usual. Sorry, Margaret. I'm um, dancing. It's a record breaker. It's a record breaker. <laughs> we did it, boy. Oh. <laughs> I am tired. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> um, you're not tired. You're just cobalt. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Bop, bop, Get on your hot rock. Um, bop, bop, bop. Are there any questions before I ask my last question? Uh, are there any questions that you want to ask us, Iathisk, about the podcast or just in general? Um, uh, what do you I even think? Thinking? I was I was shy about this at first, but I decided I'm going to pull the trigger. Um, so what is, um, is there anything, so I'm, I'm kind of asking you to be creative on the spot. What would be your TF safe word and what would make mm. you, what would, what would trigger you to use it? If anything, are we talking like safe word to, to stop, hmm. like to genuinely stop like, the TF? Yeah. Like, to genuinely, like, okay, I'm not comfortable with this. I need to stop. Or, like, this is this is turning me off. I need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, well. Uh, yeah, you go first. Again. As for what the safe word would be, I suppose that part, like, doesn't really matter. It doesn't much. necessarily matter. It's just, but, like, if you if you have anything that flies off the tip of your tongue, like. <laughs> I'm kind of bad with I, I'm kind of bad with stuff like that. I don't have an answer right away, but uh, it would be pretty funny if like your mouth and face and vocal cords were like the first thing to change, and then you weren't able to say. <laughs> I your was safe just thinking about. That. Yeah, right. <laughs> I knew that this might come but, up, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the most the most basic answer I can think of for wanting such a thing is like. Uh, we all have our like rose tinted glasses, like flowery, happy ideas of what a TF is, but I imagine the real thing would be so much more visceral and intense and overwhelming and scary that like 
30 seconds into it, you might <laughs> actually be like, I, I am not ready for this. This is too much. I, I, like, I'm going to die. Like, yep. like, I would have a panic attack. I you think. might. Definitely mm. the first time. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But even if it was painless and uh, nothing could actually get damaged, like feeling your internal organs Excuse moving me. around, your bones crunching and stretching and uh, like the, the, like even just like going to the dentist and like f- feeling the polishing thing, like rattling my skull around, even that is like so much that I can <laughs> hardly stand it, <laughs> you know? Uh, it would be intense. So, do you have like a specific thing you'd say, or would you just like, I don't know, it wouldn't be available to you? I mean, it would. I mean, it would. It would be a word I wouldn't be likely to yeah. say in any other circumstance, I guess. But uh, like I said, I, I, I'm I'm not great with coming up with stuff That's like that fair. right away, so I, I got nothing. I um, I have the privilege of having been asked this yesterday, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I did, and I was thinking about it a lot, and I immediately thought like. What if you're turning into... I know, I'm sorry. (laughs) What if you're turning into something that, like, can't speak? Which was my Mm. immediate thought. So I thought maybe instead of a safe word, it'd be, like, tapping SOS or, like, tapping three times in quick succession over and over again. Mm. Um, And just finding some way of doing that or, like, blinking three times in quick succession or... Or just, uh, or just like a a big a big like cartoony red button you could press that's like uh, nearby somewhere. <laughs> I yeah, just like some some body movement that's like very intentional. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, something like that. That would and something that's intentional and that I wouldn't do often. That would be like mine. if like if my eyes look straight up three times. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But what if you're not? Don't have eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would actually you would have to cater it to whatever you're becoming. Because honestly, like with the open endedness of TF, y- you could be turning into a fucking rock. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, you're turning into a rock. What? What's your safe word? Oh, I'm sorry, you don't have a mouth anymore. It sounds like you can send. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like carrying. Um, how about you, Iathisk? What What is your answer? So my answer to this like TF story is that like we all have like things that we're that we're not necessarily like into and uh and I kind of agree like and and to be honest I wasn't thinking like super hard and super deep about this question but like ultimately like yeah it would be something like kind of kind of silly and um um just just kind of like out there um and the and the situations that would make me use it are are stuff um some things that have been like talked about on this podcast before that like i'm just not into and and um and i'm just uh, i I just can't relate on on some of these things um so like i might i might end up uh, abusing that like um the that safe word in situations where like there's a there's a character tf into like an already big existing intellectual property or something like that um that it's it's just not for me um but like or 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 other stuff like that and and i think it's it's got i think we got to um come together and like understand that like not everything that's out there is for everybody um so we've all got our own things we've all got our own like comfort zones and and so forth and um and yeah as as long as we remain uh compassionate and re- and respectful and um considerate 
you know um yeah it's it's a good thing i guess i don't know i'm i'm weird weird question <laughs> weird answer we're all weird people we're weird people we're weird people i'm really weird you might have noticed no <laughs> it's all the other people that are weird we're the only normal ones <laughs> oh that's right yeah um well that was a great question i loved that uh thank I'm you i'm glad i'm yeah. i'm glad that you liked it <laughs> i did um I have one more question, and this is the first episode I'm doing this, but I want to continue it because you even you brought up the idea when we talked Iathisk of like I did having a question that we ask every single person, like one mm-hmm. consistent question that we ask every single guest, and I only want you to answer this, uh, Iathisk, because mm-hmm. there might be opportunities where where the uh, the rest of us like will answer it on our own at some point, but. Mm-hmm. If you had to be stuck in one form for the rest of your life, and you couldn't change back, ever, what would you want it to be? Feral dragon. <laughs> like not being able to talk, or um, like you know, just uh, just in the general like shape, like um, you know, my like a quadruped dragon, yeah, kind of like quadruped dragon, um, but like I also. I really like um being being dexterous and like having uh opposable like thumbs and and I know that some people are not so much into that but like my ideal kind of like dragon form is one that like uh yes primarily quadrupedal mo- locomotion um but also is able to uh handle things and manipulate objects and uh and use stuff you know I like being able to draw don't take away my ability to drop waste. Oh yeah. I don't want to be I yeah. don't want to be drawn with my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> as cool as that can be, I know some people have to and uh, one like 2000 respect points to those people like who who've had to learn how to do that. But yeah, like oh, insane respect. Please, yeah. Please please don't put me through that. I don't I don't want to have to do that. <laughs> So yes, if I'm if I'm going to be stuck in one form, it is going to be my Sona's feral dragon form. Uh, final answer. <laughs> final answer. And on final that test, you get a D plus for dragon. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> but a but a good dragon, a plus dragon. Exactly. <laughs> ah, thank you for joining us on the longest episode, probably for a long time. <laughs> I'm happy to be your record breaker. <laughs> if this is uh if this ends up getting into split into two parts, then uh then thank you for watching both of them. And if yes. we keep it as one, then uh congratulations on sticking it out and I'm glad that we were able to entertain you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For Very three much. hours. For uh, close to three hours. Yeah. Oh my gosh. At least, at least I hope it was entertaining. I hope it was too. I hope you didn't hate listen to it. Or if you did, like, you leave some constructive criticism as to what we can improve. Um, I hate furries so have... much. I listen to their podcast just so my blood will boil. Can you direct all your hatred at me, please? I kind of want it. Mm. Oh my god. I hate well. comments. Mm. You asked for more. Well, we gave you what you wanted, damn it. <laughs> It's reminding me of the time we all send each other weird comments. Oh, I that love was fun. That. We should yeah. talk about that I love some that. other time. <laughs> oh, we all send each other weird notes on For Affinity. That was funny. Yeah. Um, Hi, can you uh, do a commission for free for me? Yeah, Thanks. yeah. Yeah, that was great. Hi. Oh.
thank you for yeah. for hanging out and i hope uh hope you all have a good a good night i hope everyone listening has a good time uh and as always if you want to ask questions just comment or dm somebody uh you can find me at iothisk yes for affinity on twitter on youtube on facebook on telegram and on discord uh iothisk number 1166 uh yeah i'm at iothisk pretty much everywhere uh even on fur affinity even though that's not my like official page it will redirect you to my official page yes exactly thank you thank you very much um thank Thank you. you and i we will uh we'll see you next time goodbye Bye. Bye 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 bye. St- and stay TFE. No, um yeah. Okay. Uh, and now we can all I feel funny, guys. <laughs> I th- I think it's I think it's starting. <laughs>